Don't forget, we're also on YouTube. You can find us by searching for Bitchy Witchies. That's B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S. So don't forget the witchies part. And if you search for us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. So as per usual, we've been talking for about half an hour. <laughs> like always. Before we so introduce much so ourselves. I forgot what to say. Yeah. It's kind we, of like okay. catching up. It's like catching up with friends and they're like, oh shit, we were supposed to do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you can't tell, one of our favorite people in the whole world is back. We got Auntie Pan Pan back today. Hi. Finally. I do not know why it took so fucking long to get her back but she's I, back I don't, I don't know <laughs> that's, all, that's, also, that's, why totally <laughs> that's yeah. also, also why we're late we kind of can't help it that she's great and we just start talking and next thing you know we've been recording for 35 minutes and haven't said hi so hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> puppy face our main topic is going to be witchcraft and politics <laughs> And of course, as per usual, we will be talking about whatever random shit pops out too. So this was actually one of the topics that I I wanted to do. Because of all the bullshit that's been going on and and should we be talking about it? Should we not be talking about it? Here, let me spray some bitch be gone spray before I start getting on my (laughs) (laughs) seat. All right. (laughs) Yeah, I I mean, there's quite a few ways we can start off. So I guess... One of the things that I've noticed that is the most polarizing is whether we should be interested in it at all or not. And me personally, whenever I see that argument, I don't understand how you could not like it affects you every single day, whether you no matter how how high your vibration is like it. dude like this shit still matters like you're you're still here even if it is for the time being you're here your friends are here your family's here it matters but I do I see it all the time where people are just like I'm completely checking out of this I want nothing to do with it it doesn't apply to me because I'm not of this world and so I'm not listening yeah a lot of that I'm gonna jump in and say that I'm one of those people but it's not because I say that I'm not a part of it or that I don't care it's because I know that it always turns into a heated discussion and I don't want to go there. I respect everybody's opinions 
And, um, and so I refuse to have conversation about that because it never is pretty. And so yeah. I am one well, of those people that it's well, like, I'm stepping out. But 50, 15, you guys know that. There, and I'm more so specifically talking about the ones who are like, I'm not voting. I'm not following this. I don't want to learn about it. I don't want to know what's going on. I'm never watching the news. I'm not reading no news articles on it. I'm not even following mm-hmm. this as the topic on social media. Politics do not exist in my world in any way, shape, or form. What's a president? You know, things like that. Those people are the <laughs> talking about Bella I'm pretty sure you still I mean whether you acknowledge this or not you know if you vote I know I don't vote but I do know that you follow politics because we've had discussions yeah Um, I do I don't act as if it doesn't vote because I don't agree with anybody I don't agree with anybody (laughs) they all I get get that (laughs) I I totally get that yeah I I vote, I'm not going to lie, like, I don't vote all the time. I vote when I feel it's of the utmost importance. And I feel like if I don't, it would be more problematic. That's when I vote, you know, agree with that or not, whatever. (laughs) That's what I do. I have always kind of, um, there's two houses here, okay? Two houses, both alike in dignity. Um, And (laughs) we've got one side, we can sit here and talk about witchcraft, dealing with the politics of the country or the world. Or we can talk about politics within the witchcraft community, because there's a lot of that too. Yeah, and th- that's almost two different. <laughs> that's another subjects. story for another day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot of this. He said, she said, we said, you said, I said, they said, crap that's been going on in the witchcraft community, and a lot of well, if you're friends with them, I'm not going to follow them, and I'm going to unfriend them. We just dealt with that. And yes. I I just went through that myself just recently in the last two months. Uh, yeah. literally, we literally just dealt with that. We did this week. Just yeah. we literally had to deal with something exactly like that this week. It was so random. We got a message. <laughs> yeah, we got a message on our YouTube. Somebody had left a comment and just and was just super aggressive and angry. And I was like, who even are you? Come to find out it was somebody who had an issue with somebody else, like that's outside of this trio. It had nothing to do with us. And they just came here and decided was to be it hateful. Me? Was it <laughs> no, me? No, 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 no. No, <laughs> no, no. It, it was somebody else because just because a couple of us, two of the three of us are associated with her. Literally, we've never had any interaction with this person. No, and it's funny because the thing, yeah, like I was like, wait a minute. First of all, and it was I, hateful. It was hateful. It, it was I, ugly, and yeah. I was like, because I saw it first. Like I don't know who saw it first, but I made a reaction. I was like, <laughs> wait, who are you talking about? And why? What is this? What does I have to do with this? I don't even know who the hell you are. Right. And I don't know what you're talking about because the community you're speaking of, I'm not a leader in there. So you must be talking about Bella. I got so heated. I went Ooh. searching. I went searching all over Amino for this person. And I was like, I'm going to find this bitch. <laughs> I was like, how <laughs> dare you? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, well, it we, 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 we retaliated. We retaliated. You, you don't approach somebody with the, with the actual word bitchy in their names. Exactly. And expect do this shit. rainbows right? and unicorn food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the thing is, if you have ever heard us talk for even five minutes, you'll know right. that one, we are not all love and light. We are. No. And we're, no. and we're and also, the, you're, you're not going to fuck with us. Like we didn't no. even do that to you. 
like what? and then the video the video that they decided to make this comment on was the very first video our we intro, ever did. our intro video our well, intro like, video yeah. like, yeah. talk they, about passive aggressive um, like oh nobody will notice like really yeah they went back um, to like the very first video and then after that we had like a whole a couple people like come to that video and start putting good messages on there to like yeah it was weird it, it was weird what yeah but yeah, it's funny know. because they ended up deleting their comment like after yeah. a couple minutes i'm like you're gonna talk shit so we could see it and then take it down then you delete yeah then you pull but yeah yeah i mean i we just recently well, the, the hilarious thing though is that you know when we were when we were talking about it with other people, you know, I said, I said basically that, which is really, you're going to approach people, you know, that literally announced to the world that we're bitches and you're going yeah. to do this. I said, and on top of that, if you have listened to anything, not only are you going to get some sort of magical repercussion, but one of us actually has said that she will come physically find you and beat your ass. <laughs> I don't I know who said I have to point that. out which one that is. <laughs> I don't know like, that. <laughs> and you don't think we're not going to sit there and do what we're doing now? Talk about it on an episode? You're so stupid. I know. We just re recently threw this here, too. Uh, uh, one of the locations that I work at, they had to fire somebody. Yeah, turquoise Diva. <laughs> turquoise Diva. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> but they had recently <laughs> let go of somebody that was one of their former employees and because of this they lost their mind they went and on a everybody that's still at this location they're going to have all their little minions like block and unfollow and unsubscribe and this and that and the other and say all this yeah that 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 and you're like really do i give a fuck no I'm just gonna sit here and sip my tea while you lose your shit. That's you know, the silly part is that people. This is social media. Why are you? Social media. Why are you? Why it's social media for fuck's sake? You know, and I mean, it's gotten to this. Well, I'm gonna start my own okay. coven. Okay, you go start your own little coven, and you go do you, boo. I have seen so many covens in my life. You go do you. Pet you on the head, hand on your cookie, send you on your fucking way, and then like. When the light clears and the dust fades and they realize what a fuckwit you are. There you go. And that's what, what you mean? have to do in this life. Life is too fucking short to deal with drama like that. It's too fucking yeah. short. Well, mm -hmm. and then like the whole TikTok thing, apparently that's oh, been a thing this last couple of weeks. Oh, I don't like this person. So I'm going to quit following you because you're canceled friends with culture. them. And canceled culture. Canceled culture. Yeah. yeah fuck that shit. I'm just sitting here like, all right, you guys are entertaining because you all are like, 60 you know we're in our 30s to 60s on this damn app and we're having a middle school i don't want to talk to you anymore because you're yeah. to this person oh I'm like, please <laughs> i'm like i just sit there and watch it i didn't even do that in high right yeah, i'm like I, can't even. I didn't have time for that shit and that's kind of how i feel about politics in america <laughs> <laughs> politics in america ta-da there you know, a lot of a lot of people were really mad that there were people in like witch garb at uh at, at <laughs> political events rallies. And, and, yeah rallies and political events and stuff like people were really like flipping the entire fuck out over it like what are you doing go get out of there i wouldn't do think about those pictures <laughs> oh i laughed 
hysterically. I was like, I why are you wearing so that? <laughs> I'm like, right. oh, look at the little Gen Zs. They're cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to be a bitch, but well, hi, here I am. And um, <laughs> the truth of the matter is, oh, I was like, well, look at them trying hey, to be a picture. <laughs> Come here, Ketcha, come here. They want to say hi. Oh, they can't hear you because that's my kid. It's baby Bella. It is. He said it's baby Bella. Aww. Hello. And they're running away like, bye. Vader's mom. <laughs> but, I mean, it's that's like, my precious baby girl. Aw. Well, it's kind of like, okay, some people get tired of one person that's a high priestess. Well, stomps her foot. I'm going to start my own coven. <sighs> well, that's kind of like Trump. Oh, I'm going to start my own government and right? my own party. <laughs> okay. Uh, back That's in the 14th, exactly what it is. Yeah. Back in the 14, 1300s, a pope was kicked out as pope. And so he says, well, I'm going to start my own pope thing. Bye. And that's what we have in Europe. It's the same shit. Different day. Right? Well, I'm going to do my own thing. Because nobody likes me. So I'm going to go do my own thing. <laughs> I'm going to do my own thing. Fine. And they'll probably get a couple hundred million, a uh, couple hundred million here and there and here and there. And, you know, Jim Jones got a lot of people to drink Kool-Aid. I mean, anything. <laughs> drink anything. that Kool-Aid, yep. bitches. <laughs> so it's like, I'm sitting there. I looked at Trump and I'm like, oh, baby. Oh, what? no, I can't follow a man with a dead squirrel on his head. That's just not my hurt thing. You. Who hurt you, sir? What I find really interesting is um, how there's this, this, assumption that all people who live this type of lifestyle are assumed to be Democrats and must be Democrats. I find that really interesting. And so when some people come out and say, no, I'm Republican, and then you have, and then the animosity and the anger yeah, and the I've hatred that, too. that comes out that. is absolute. I mean, it is appalling oh it's, it's horrible disgusting. you should see it here in california <laughs> dude like i get it a lot oh, yeah. because my friends will ask me well you you live this lifestyle what's your political view and i go i actually don't have one i'm a middle person because i can see both sides I'm a human yeah i'm yeah. like i, I yeah. see both sides i don't have an affiliation you have to be you must be a democrat i'm like yeah Okay. okay, look. I'm, I'm all right. I'm registered as a Democrat right now, but before that, I was with the Green Party. I was with the Libertarian Party. I was a Republican for two years until I realized, oh wait, that's the wrong one. <laughs> and then I had yeah, to go back. Dude. It's like my but brother gave me that. I was a Libertarian for Peace and Freedom Party. I was a part of that for years, and you know, honestly, right now I am a Democrat because I voted i admit it i voted for biden the only now people say oh my god you're a democrat let me let me break it down into the psychic realistic tense i voted for biden because one i couldn't stand trump anymore he had to go two the lesser two evils it's like do i vote for the turd in the punch bowl or the douchebag i choose Mm -hmm. the douchebag so (laughs) Yes. Basically, I voted for Biden for this reason, this reason alone. When he dies in office, because come on now, let's think about it. We'll have finally got a female president in the White House. That is the only way through sneaky Game of Thrones fucking fashion we are ever going to get a woman in the goddamn White House as president. Let's be honest. That's it. True. Yeah, I was like, well, which is kind of sad. And then we finally get a woman president. 
<laughs> That's the only way. Other other countries, other countries that a lot of Americans say are more behind backwards uh, with us. They've Have had women, women in power for. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to get into the whole Illuminati yeah. conspiracy, Masonic whoop de doodly ha ha of it all but i mean i hear it all the time they're like oh, it's the patriarchy i'm like no it's not the patriarchy it's people with cash <laughs> it's people with cash it's not yeah it's it's anybody and everybody it doesn't matter the gender it doesn't well you know but it's people with cash the haves and the have-nots that's what it always breaks down to yeah, my grandma always used to say the rich get richer and the poor get poorer, get poorer. that's true and that's so very i will I will tell you guys, I will tell you guys my personal opinion, which is obviously there's going to be people that will disagree with it. Some of you, some of you guys may disagree with it, but you know, I, I hear, like I said earlier, you know, people saying like, Oh, you live this lifestyle. You must be Democrat. Um, well, for me, I have a reaction when I see people argue about politics of you live this lifestyle you're supposed to be a little bit more elevated in terms of surpassing and rising above this concrete duality bullshit. Mm -hmm. Things are never quite yes. this or that. Mm -mm. And so that's where I get, you know, that's where I get disgusted and really disappointed because I'm like, why are we here? Why are we all here? You guys, you are all already coming back for the next lifestyle. I hope, I hope lifetime. I hope you guys are packing your bags because you guys yeah. are coming back. Yeah, dude. Because this is actually Not to say a, that I won't, but it's actually an argument I have a lot with my brother. Like I love my brother. Like we see a lot on a lot of things, but we don't see a lot on other things. But he always like, like he assumed Jim was a Republican. He automatically assumed because my husband was military and he is Southern. He was a rep straight Republican. I was like, you don't know your brother-in-law. I was like, you definitely, after 15 years, don't know him. Right. And he was like, well, what do you mean? I go, you think he joined, mm -hmm. voted for the Cheeto? He did not. And he's like, well, that's just like weird. I go, but he, he's like, but he was in the military. He did this. He did that. He's Southern. I was like, um, that's very stereotypical. I go, don't, I go, he doesn't like half the shit that went on at all. <clears throat> and he was like, oh, wow. I go, you also know my husband doesn't speak a lot on politics because he refuses to get into those arguments with dumb people. You know, like he can talk to all of us about it because we'll see each other's views and we'll discuss the opposites if we don't agree. So I'm like, wow. And like, he assumed I was like super hardcore, like, crazy democrat and i was like oh, God. dude we both grew up in the same house with family that were both so i can see everything on both sides some things i don't agree on each side some things i do agree so uh, and he was like well so what are you registered i was like i'm an independent yeah i have no affiliation yep. because i agree with both sides and i don't you know there's different things that i agree on each side or disagree and he's like you're independent but you have to have a side i was like i do not have to have a fucking side <laughs> no. i'm that person that can see both sides but i also don't like politics because it agitates me my my husband did not vote 
my husband chose not to vote because he's like, there's no point. It's like, it's, it's, there's to him, he was like looking at it going, there is really no point. And the thing is, is that the great bard, the great wizened bard, Bobcat Goldthwait once said <laughs> that, you know, complaining about the president, how the country is run is like complaining to Ronald McDonald when you get a bad cheeseburger. Neither <laughs> one of them really run the fucking company. No. The system yeah. is fractured. The system itself in a whole is fractured. And right now I'm just got my popcorn and I'm going to watch the show because it's like, okay, let's see what happens next. Yeah. Yeah. yeah a lot of people, that's, that's it. anybody who like talks to me or hears me talk, they automatically assume I'm just like extremist Democrats and uh, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe a little. Um, uh, I do lean heavily Democrat, but you know, it, it's not always that. I I was raised by Republicans and Democrats both. So I got to hear their arguments and I got to hear both people's sides without having to participate because I was a kid. So I kind of grew up already knowing what comes with both and, and what is good about Republican uh, stances and what's good about Democratic stances. And I, I can... You know, I have the mental ability to be able to make decisions based on what I feel is best, not just this is the people I have to vote for on this side. Like, I'm good. I don't want to deal with that. And somewhere I also see some overlap in the in the astrology world. How can you assume that everybody is going to react and handle something the same way? And you supposedly believe in astrology. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you expect an Aquarius to act like a Libra in about these situations? Seriously, I'm an Aquarius and I was born in 88. So you yeah. know what comes with that. Like, you know what comes with that if you're in the astrology world. And, you know, and yet you're still sitting there like, oh, I have to react to politics the same way Bella would. And it's like, we're completely different people. Humankind as a whole, every individual is supposed to be different. That's what makes us yes. so unique. If it were my world, if I was queen of, uh, of the U.S., <laughs> I would abolish all parties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No parties allowed. Everybody think for their fucking selves. Please. And vote yeah. for people that, um, that represent the majority of the people, not the majority of the Democrats, not the majority of Republicans, not the majority of the independents, not the majority of the libertarians, represent the majority of people. Yes. And now let's get down business to business because right this now is, we're not doing anything. This is why local Every, government uh, voting, I find such more stimulation from or proposition so much more entertaining than presidential. Because that, it feels like I'm at least contributing a little bit to that. Now, yeah. I grew up, yeah, I my father was Republican, my mother, my mother was a Democrat, okay? And I grew up from, I sat, I was an anarchist from probably my late teens <laughs> to my early 20s. I was a diehard anarchist. <laughs> yeah, let it all fucking burn. Yeah. You like that match. Okay, so there was a the moment. 80s. I will not lie. There was a moment there as I'm sitting 
I was, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Some crazy woo-woo Pandora thing. And I turned <laughs> to look at the TV and every, the whole family's like gathered around the kids. They're like, what the fuck is going on on January 6th? And I will not lie. When I saw them running the Capitol, I'm like, oh, shit. This is not the right kind of anarchism we're supposed to be fucking <laughs> having here. God damn it. <laughs> this is not the right anarchism. Yeah. You know, it's funny. That is exactly what yeah. my son said because we were watching it live because nothing else yeah. was on fucking TV. Marcus yeah. comes in the room, just his little jaw drop. Well, I can't say little because he's bigger than mommy, but his jaw dropped. He goes, did they not read the anarchist cookbook? This is not what's supposed to happen, you dumbasses. <laughs> I was like, yeah. when did you read that? Because I don't have well, my copy. Because that wasn't, because, because you haven't read the anarchist cookbook? Who are it's you? It's actually you're very not, hard to alive. find nowadays. Uh, yeah, I'm like, my brother has my copy. Nowadays <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you, you, know what, you, you know what's hilarious? Cat? Before the internet, it was actually easier to find. It was. <laughs> Which is so weird. But And now um, you buy it yeah, and you get flagged. But, that was, but see, that was yeah. anarchy. Yeah, that no. was not anarchy. That was not anarchy. That was extremism. There's a yeah. difference. Yeah. And what dude. was the other one? Um, steal this book, Abby Hoffman. Yes. Yes. Oh. You know, yeah. there used to be a time you could just go yes. into like a last gas bookstore in San Francisco or an underground zine publication and go snake. By the way, zines are coming back. Zines are coming back because nobody can are trust the really? internet anymore. Because nobody can trust the internet anymore. That's true. Yeah. Because Oh, you'll get ting, ticked, or you'll get dinged, or you get pushed, mm. or you're like, oh, you know, we've we've we have blocked mm -hmm. this, or we yeah, so zines are coming back. I've now seen like a ton of zines just recently. I'm like, holy shit. Good. Okay. Good times. Good times. But yeah, I mean, I remember see, see, nobody listens to the Gen Xers. I know. Talk about canceled. <laughs> Yes. We figured shit out. We like, oh, we can't do that, man. We can't do that. They, they'll find us. Them. Hey, they. look, hold up. Hold up. I, have, I have to. I have to stand up for my people real quick. Some of us do. I, I grew up. A lot of people in my generation. Yeah, they ain't shit. I'll say that. But there was a lot of us who were raised by our grandparents due to That's whatever true. circumstance, and we turned out fucking great because we got some old school shit in us. I'm like still my age with the shit, but I'm also old people with the shit. <laughs> well if you'll notice yeah. your generation was raised by a lot of grandparents yes, yeah so I was, I was raised by people that were 50 and 60 years older than me and I grew up with my aunt in the same house so I had I, I had basically a, a sister that was 10 years older than me basically yeah. it was my aunt yeah so, and I hung out with her. So I was around people 10 years older than me all the time. That's why I, to this day, I hate people my age. And I do not yep. like anybody younger than me. I, I'm me, sorry, but you suck. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've seen that now they keep changing the names. I hate labels to begin with, but they're now calling it a Jenner, right. a Jenner X millennial or an elder millennial or an Dude. elder Gen X. I'm like, fuck, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Jim millennial. So Jim got so mad the other day because Jim is the last end of Gen X. I'm yeah. considered a Zenial because I'm between. And yeah. he saw TikTok with me the other day and they called, instead of Zenial, they or him being late end Gen X, they um, called us geriatric, geriatric millennials and he had a shit <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I was called a fucking boomer. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Jim had a shit oh, fit oh, the yeah, other day. Yeah. 
He was like, geriatric? I'm fucking, well, he, <laughs> he like, let me tell you, bitches. I was like, I'm putting the TikTok away now. That's His something that a Gen X would say. I would say that. I would call you a geriatric millennial. <laughs> they called me a fucking just boomer. So, so and I'm like, I'm from 1970. You know what, though? Let, we were smoking we, weed when weed was trendy and illegal. <laughs> y'all need to uh y'all wow we grew it in the fucking backyard and putting a turkey bird in the stuffing what you know but it's like the story actually oh my um, god my uncle michael did do that actually that that's shit. a true story my my uncle mike he grew sensimilia golden's backyard back in the 70s in the day and my dad thought he was a hot shit. You know, I'm making money. I'm this top dog motherfucker asshole. And my uncle Mike's like, really? Pulls this whole bumper crop he was drying out. He's like shoving it in the stovetop into the turkey for Thanksgiving. Whole family's there. Puts it in to cook. That was the best damn Thanksgiving in our entire lives. Because not only now we are mostly German, gypsy, Irish, uh, uh, traveler, uh freaking we are eating people and i think i put irish and german in there too we are an eating people and yeah. the whole turkey bird was gone all the sides were gone they ordered pizza <laughs> pizza on thanksgiving and a chinese restaurant takeout and that was all fucking gone too i was like damn that was some good shit <laughs> those were the days you can't get away with shit like that now it's not the same the thing right. is, is that I don't think I'm a boomer. I'm not a boomer. No, y'all need to start pointing out something, though. If you look at people who are 50 yeah. years old now versus what a 50-year-old looked like 30 years ago, oh, this is, they were like 87. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were Yeah, y'all could just easily lie and be like, I'm 45. I can sit here and say I'm 35 and probably fucking get away yeah. with it if I have the yeah. makeup on. Well, it's like yeah. looking at, like, going through TikTok, like, these people are like, oh, I'm only 21. I'm like, bitch, you look older than I am. I'm going to be 37. Yes. yes. They Y'all look need to quit and hard, so hard and put away wet. <laughs> dude, <laughs> road so hard and put away wet. Like, I'm like, dude. what happened to you, child? What mess did this to your face? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Like, they Quit look popping all them pills, girl. Shit. Yeah, all those farm parties back in the nineties, two thousands. Dude, like for real, like this bitch will be on there. I'm twenty one. I'm like, girl, yeah. you look sixty. You twenty one? I can't find a boyfriend. That's because you, you know look why. Old. You want to know what my theory is? My theory on why people in their fifties, why Gen X looks good just in general. It's because we are the generation who doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, okay? dude. That is true. I mean, look and at people that, from Generation X. That really does a lot. I mean, let, let's take a gander at Gen Xers for a minute. I'm sorry. I'm getting on my soapbox. Hold on. Um, everybody stand back. <laughs> it's okay. I'm on, so I'm like, on there with you. Let's, let's, let's look at Gwen Stefani, Jennifer yes. Lopez, mm -hmm. uh, you and me. Uh, basically, uh, Ben Affleck, The Rock, I think, too. Um mm -hmm. We have a whole bunch of people, you know, that look at, I, I, we're just kind of like, we don't age the same that our parents or our grandparents did. We didn't have or kids. Or apparently, at 20, apparently 20. our kids. Yeah. yeah. You know, 
or we don't have kids. I didn't have kids because I'm like, oh no, I want shoes. <laughs> right? Yeah. We age differently. We, my mom, when I was 12 years, 10, 12 years old, my mom started getting vitamins into me and making me take multivitamins early. I started using moisturizer at like 10. My mom started moisturizing me at birth. She was like putting moisturizer on me and stuff and laying me on different sides yeah. when I was sleeping so that my face would supposedly get even. My mom was weird. <laughs> you know, another witch, you know, she's like, she was all about living. My mom, when she passed at 62, they thought she was 45. Maybe it's a witch thing. Maybe it's a witch thing. Maybe my mom, maybe a lot of people say that too, but, but even non-witches, I firmly believe it's because of the mentality that we have Young at heart. and we thought that we were coming into the world, you know, spreading that mentality and what the fuck happened. It was like, like my mom, dude, my mom's yeah. only four years older than you guys. So yeah. she's like the tail end of the boomers, the beginning of Gen X. Yeah. And my mom's 50 some years old. Like she's wait. She was born in 65, so she's like, what, 56? That's when my mom was born. My mom was born in 65. And, like, my mom, like, she has the best skin ever. And I was like, bitch, you don't even wash your fucking face. Like, what the hell? Like, and my dad, who... My mom was born in 65, too, but she's aging. She's aging. But it's because she's an ancient person. That's what happens to you. And then you look at my biological dad and he looks like a uh, old leather handbag that's been left out in the fucking sunlight. <laughs> when, I, when I, mom, I think it's the attitude. It's your it attitude. Is the attitude. I, my mom always said yeah. that she hoped that my generation would look at the world with new eyes. And maybe that's what it is. We did. We, we, it's kind of like we sit here too. I don't know if you do this, but I know I do this as a Gen Xer. <laughs> I listen to all of this. Oh, I was traumatized. So I'm in therapy. I, I am an f- advocate of therapy. I was in therapy for 20 years. So, okay, cool beans. But now it's becoming yeah. hip and trendy. And, oh, I was, I, 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 was, I was traumatized. Oh, this is triggering. Oh, this is that. And I'm like, I went through some weird ass shit growing up as a, as a Gen Xer. And yeah, we went through some shit. We had lots of, we had a new yeah. trauma every week. <laughs> so it's kind of like, which one you want to talk about? Yeah, we, we were also one. raised with the tough love mentality. It's that's tough. true. Yeah, that, that's yeah. one thing yeah. that I yeah. feel. That's one thing that I feel benefited me the most being raised by the older generation is because I got that tough love and I can mm-hmm. give that tough love yeah. because there's been times mm-hmm. where I was the only person that could in my generation and I had to and it's been a great benefit. I also agree. I was born in '88. But I yeah. grew up in Northern California in the Bay Area. Bay Area. I went through some. I went through some shit. Like <laughs> I was new all, trauma every week. <laughs> just imagine uh-huh. a a thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year old girl running the streets with her friends in Oakland, California, Richmond, San Francisco, all over Sacramento. <laughs> like when I tell these stories to my husband and stuff, he looks at me like crazy. Like you were a kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and, and some of the shit that happened to me was terrible. And there are people who go through what I went through and deal with it, not as well as I handled it. And I'm not like trying to shame them for that. But also I, I, because of the fact that I was raised by older people, I do see the people that are just, you're doing too much. You're crying over spilt milk. You're, <laughs> yes. you're, 
everything is traumatic to you, you need to toughen Stop up. Stop whining. The real, yeah, the yeah, real world dude. is not about to coddle you forever. We don't have the time or patience. We got shit to do. We can't sit here and tell you everything's going to be okay all the time. Yeah. Toughen up. Wipe the fucking milk up and get on. on your way. Yeah, and get on your way because I got shit to do. I know this year because of 2020, I know that we're going to have an influx. And tell me if I'm wrong. We're going to have an acute influx of therapy. We already have. We've seen it with this BetterHelp.com yep. or BetterHelp yep. and all of this. We're going to have an influx of agoraphobia. We're going to have an influx of claustrophobia around people. We're going to have an influx of social skill anxiety. It's just so funny you said that because... Yeah. At, like the last few days, my husband's like, what the fuck's going on in the world with all these shootings, all these things going on? Yeah. I go, it's because we didn't have a meeting on how to re-socialize in the world. Reintegration. <laughs> yes. I was like, we did not have that transition when everybody was like, all right, we are, we're opening up. I go, yeah. nobody knows how to function because we've been locked up so much. And he was like, really, we're going to have a training session? I go, we should have. And now look what's going on. I can actually speak on that because I actually have it legitimately. Well, not that people who get it from the pandemic aren't legitimate. I had it way prior. This has been my life for for over a decade. I can't go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I, I do all of my shopping online. Um, when I do go in public, it's extremely awkward. The only reason I bring that up is because a lot of people are going to have problems reintegrating And yeah, yeah, it needs to be addressed and handled appropriately. But I do also want to say that not everybody with this mental illness is going to shoot you. Some of us have the exact opposite. Like I have a panic attack and damn near die. So I'm not going to shoot you. I'm going to die. Yeah, dude. Because I mean, Um, you guys know Jim's problems. Like he's always been this way. And it made it, the pandemic made it worse. And now that it's reopening, I, we haven't even attempted for him to leave the truck when I go grocery shopping. He stays there. And I, and another thing too is I think that the people who already had it, it's going to get worse because so really many don't. things all of a sudden coddled you because they had to. Like where fast food didn't come to you before, now it comes to you. Everything comes to you now. I mean, you can get cat litter delivered same day through Postmates now. Say, yeah. say, like yeah. I literally do not have to leave my house for anything ever again if I don't want to and that's a problem for me like my husband it is but at the same time for people who didn't already have this problem to all of a sudden feel that convenience you might turn convenience and just really wanting that into thinking that you can't reintegrate when you can five miles from here right near the shop that I do readings at we had a child shot on the freeway yeah um, you know the guy was from the overpass and just pew and just shot this kid and we were like what the fuck again social reintegration what why why are we why just a lot of whys on that clock me if i'm wrong on this have you guys noticed there seems to be an influx a huge influx of did yeah oh yeah we haven't seen that since the late 80s early 90s i know I know. And now it's like, fool. oh, I, I can't be held responsible. I have DID. Oh, I, I have DID. I didn't know that was going to happen. And I don't know why. I expected there to be more like after the pandemic, more, I don't know, alcohol abuse, sex abuse, you know, more drugs. Lots of babies. Lots more babies. <laughs> 
but instead it's there become, has been a there has been a rise in um domestic abuse a big yeah, one that's yeah. true you're right yeah. you're you're absolutely that's, right on that. it's not surprising that's not surprising it's i mean not. yeah dude like well like here that's when the pandemic shut down when they yeah. shut down everything, the liquor stores here were deemed essential, so they stayed yeah. open. And we already have a huge problem with alcohol. Well, yeah. that being done, people staying at home drinking, the freaking domestic violence, violence in my in my area, which wasn't really big at all, just skyrocket. I never really hear police come through here, ambulance, none of that. It was an everyday occurrence. And because I have the neighborhood app, it would tell me what was going on and stuff like that. And it was always a husband and a wife or a domestic spouse, you know, couple or or a mother, a mother and a child, a fucking dad and a kid. Because a couple of months ago, we had a dad down the street shoot his kid over a political thing during the election. People never, ever let political views turn you against your family. Like, I had an issue with that. I'm an Aquarius born in 88. You get what you get with us. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm a work in progress always. I kind of like went real, real hard on a family member of mine over (laughs) some politics. And, And we bumped heads to the point where we were just both like, well, fuck you. But the thing is, like, this is my favorite family member has been since I was born. It's my aunt that I grew up with who was like a sister to me like we've been through everything together we look the same we have the exact same voice like I used to act like her on the phone so that she wouldn't get in trouble with her boyfriend (laughs) like stuff (laughs) like that like you know like we had like a real sister connection like we were hella tight and to let politics fuck that up like I I had I had to swallow my pride and apologize (laughs) because again I'm an Aquarius we don't like doing that we don't like the conflict (laughs) that's a perfect example though of you know, my belief of politics, which is that I don't see anything good about politics. There is zero good about politics. Yeah, it's very politics divisive. Brings out nothing but neg- negative actions. Yeah, it, dude, it, like, it's very we, polarizing. <laughs> it's very anti what we're supposed to be, you know, striving for, which is, again, why I have been honestly so incredibly disappointed with um, those who claim to be part of the occult lifestyle, because it, you know, we're supposed to, and and I know this sounds really holier than thou, but I thought we were supposed to be above that the petty bullshit like that. And you know what? But you're no, right. Clearly, no, you no, you're not. right. And and no, no, you're right we are supposed to be not everybody's there yet but we are supposed to be and and that's something that you know i'm glad that i was surrounded myself with people who one have been in this world so much longer than i have and who are older than me and i actually got that guidance early so here i am you know two three years in and i can see that and make those changes but a lot of people are are you know it's a bunch of 20 year olds telling each other shit and they don't even know anything they're not going to their elders they're not listening to their elders but i'm gonna stop you right there because what i've noticed and you can continue just let me say this have you noticed that when you say something and you're an elder you're accused of gatekeeping yes Mm-hmm. And, and, and or that you we, don't know shit actually, and age doesn't matter we've actually talked about gatekeeping before i'm all for gatekeeping i think gatekeeping is necessary i, and, I agree with, i agree to a fault but you shouldn't be accused of gatekeeping just because 
somebody is acting holier than thou at you. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. That, that's something we discussed at that time too, it, because uh, I'm for gatekeeping for what gatekeeping actually is, not yeah. for the accusatory social media bullshit. That's something completely separate. You're misusing the word. Yeah, you're diminishing the definition of the word. Like it already has a meaning. Don't. What are you doing? <laughs> like you sound mm-hmm. stupid. It, it's um, it's all the semantics of it all. It's the semantics. Yeah. Yeah, and most yeah. of the most of the time, these kids that are using the word, like the phrase gatekeeping, actually don't really understand it. They're just yeah. doing it because they they're not getting the information. It's the latest they need. catchphrase. Yeah, because they're not getting the, the information they want. Gaslighting. You disagree with me? You're yes. gatekeeping. Oh my god, gas! Yeah. Somebody told me I was gaslighting because I corrected them about something. Yes. I was like, what yes. the fuck? <laughs> You're like, wait, what? I was yeah. like, no, you're just wrong. <laughs> do you not know how, do, do you know what that term even means? I feel like I should do a blip, a meme of like all the definitions from the dictionary of what they mean. Oh, I'm going to do that now. Do that and then put it on TikTok. Yes. Do that and then put it on there and then I'm going to put it on TikTok and say, this is what Pan Pan says. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches, I'm tired of your bullshit. Blame it on her. Blame it on her. Here. That's all right. My- Every- I get blamed for lots of shit. Pan Pan said it. <laughs> Team Pam Pan. No, we need to put that on there because, girl, I am so tired of this. Like, I don't join. I just watch the views. I've had one person message me and ask me because, like, I met her through there and she lives not too far from me. So she does Appalachian conjuring and stuff. And she's like, what is your view on all this going on? I was like, first of all, I really don't know what the fuck is going on. I just know everybody's in an uproar. People are using terms that they don't even know. No. And she's like, oh, I was like, dude, I'm not on TikTok just to follow anything. I'm here for the stupid shit. Like, you know, the millennial, the the Gen Zers making fun of us, you know, millennials and Xennials and and Gen X telling them to go fuck themselves and the mom memes. That's all I'm there for. I'm just here to watch the show. I'm just here. Yes. Popcorn. That's (laughs) exactly (laughs) the world burn. (laughs) That's what me and Jim will do. My great, great uncle is a great uncle or great, great uncle. He was so great. Um, was, um, um, was, uh, Krzybski, Alfred Krzybski. The map is not the territory. One of the big things he always talked about was semantics. This is one of the things I still to this day is semantics. We can say, well, this is why math is the true language is because I can say one thing to you and you think, I mean, something completely fucking different. This is why texting is bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is what, because inflection and language, and I'm like, oh God, this is what's going to happen. Someone's going to blow somebody up because someone didn't use a comma. Fuck. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Or you misspelled something or, you know. Here we go. Use the wrong emoji. I use use the wrong emoji. I use the wrong emoji. What do you mean it's not hail Satan, it's Satan? I don't know. (laughs) They were dyslexic. Fuck. (laughs) You conjured fabric? (laughs) <laughs> I will take you about <laughs> Autocorrect. It's the devil. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking funk. Oh. But yeah. Wow. And all of this is about politics. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? Somehow. It all kind of goes in the hand in hand. It's, it's the candle lot. eater. Yeah. <laughs> the candle eater is right there. There she is. There they are. I saw a nose. I'm shaming you. Nose. I'm putting it. This guy ate my candle. You ate a candle. Oh, what did you just, poop? He didn't, 
didn't just eat the he didn't just eat the candle. It was on a candle holder, and he went up, took it right off of the candle holder, and ate it. I mean, no shame whatsoever. And then right after, posed next to it for a picture. Yeah, he looked like, like yeah, I, I did, did something awesome. <laughs> he was just. Aren't I proud of myself? <laughs> that candle tasted great. 10 out of 10 taste. It wasn't just scented. It tasted good, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a citronella candle. They're eating crayons in the corner. Oh, citronella tastes wonderful. Yep, yep. Well, At me. least he, no mosquitoes around him. <laughs> My last therapy session about four years ago, she literally opened the door. She says, you've graduated. <laughs> Oh, they let you lose. <laughs> yeah, do I, I win do... anything? <laughs> do I get a prize? Do I get a do certificate? I get a certificate? <laughs> do I get a little piece of paper that you can print out? So if anybody says I'm fucking crazy, I can just hand it to them. Say, no, you're, you're good. What? No, no, Dude, I got a lollipop though. So, so I have a question for you guys. So, you know, I run several social media platforms in all of them. I, make very I make it very specifically clear I do not allow any political discussion whatsoever what do you think about that right wrong you know how I feel about it I like it because it keeps a lot of the drama out a lot especially in the couple platforms that we are on together I because I can see there's going to be some people in there that will cause a lot of shit and talk a lot of shit and it would for me it keeps it keeps the peace. Well, and the sad thing is that the reason why I've implemented those rules is because it has happened. And mm-hmm. so I just got to a point where one day I said, fuck it. You know, if you can't conduct yourself in a mature fashion, like I expect you, I, that I expect somebody, you know, of, of our caliber to, then you can discuss it elsewhere. Just don't discuss it here. I, I watched a lot of friends this last year i watched a lot of friends have to be blocked on various other friends' social medias because they were just going off in chats and on forum groups on their social soapbox about how oh well you guys are acting all bunch democrats da, 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 da. and i'm like this is not and i've seen people just be blocked or have been blocked because of not having the same point of view. That is not how we're going to get the aliens to land to give us proper knowledge <laughs> so we can go across the rest of the universe. So this is not, yes. we are not, we are not in the, we are not, we are off track here. We have to be like Star Trek in another 10 years here, folks. We got to get it together. <laughs> we're supposed to be like Star Trek now. And we're supposed to be all wearing, guys are supposed to be wearing skirts. And we're supposed to be like, you know, talking to computers more than Alexa. And like <laughs> making things happen and, you know, cures for shit. And, and say, how are we going to get the aliens to land for first contact? Well, third, fourth, fifth, sixth contact. That's another episode. And, you know, <laughs> and how are we supposed to get everybody to, you know, be part of the universal, you know, Congress if you all can't get your shit together on one rock? Right? Like, yeah. That's why they've been, de- that's why they've been delaying the disclosure because the actual disclosure that the government is going to come out with is, yes, we've been contacted and basically what we've been told is that you guys are fucked. We're not going to come and talk to you. <laughs> you guys that's- are useless. <laughs> you are all fucked up. That's why we put your ass out in a rock. Like, 
Idaho. Over there where you only <laughs> live there. If that you is try why to we live there, you die. <laughs> that is why we put you so close to the sun. When we get mad and just tired of your shit, we can just push you that way. Bye. <laughs> I, I really, we got a long, long way to go. I mean, we really do. Humans as a whole. We, we really do. We may yeah. have great brains. We may have great brain. We got good but big brains. We don't brain, use them. We don't use them. We don't use them. <laughs> They're just our yeah, emotional they, they and our- We have too much bestial mentality, anger. Our emotional intelligence is not stunted. Mature. Yeah, it's stunted. Oh. The aliens are just sitting up there looking at us like, what the fuck went wrong here? They've been around for a million years, and yet they still haven't got their shit together. Get your A game on. It's going to end up like the angels in the Bible that come before they blow down like Sodom and Gomorrah. (laughs) You know, they're like, okay, you can stay. You can come. Yeah. All right. I'll give you the heads up. Yeah. You're good. You good. And you good. Don't look that way when we blow shit up. You know, that's literally what's going to happen. So the best thing we can do on a political standpoint is that if we want to like not be blown up like the rest of the people when the aliens come, I know that sounds corny as fuck, but you know, there's a little truth in it. It's Funny just kind of stay growing up, growing up in the nineties and the eighties, like I really don't remember people being each at each other's throat this way politically. Yes, they were. They just did it behind closed doors. See, and like I grew up, like the way I grew up, like I said, I grew up with different households of different things. But if someone disagreed, we would sit down, like just in where I grew up in general, we would sit down and have an actual conversation to understand each other. And if there was no mutual, if there was no agreement or we would be all right, agree to disagree. Now, let's go fuck up that house down the street. You know, no yeah. one was beating each other. No one was like, like, I know my grandparents, like my grandpa and grandpa, one of my grandparents, set of grandparents, they would argue about it all the time. And then I had my other sets who were like, they didn't agree on anything. But when it came down to it, they knew each other had their views for certain reasons. Yeah. Like, go, go and argue by yourself. But, like, I don't remember it being so high, hyper in public. I remember the 70s. And I was young, but I remember the gas crisis in the 1970s. Now, for those that mm-hmm. do not know, the gas crisis in the 1970s was basically, we were only, certain cars were only allowed to get gas if your end of your license had an odd or an even number. And you couldn't get gas anywhere else unless, and the lines were fucking huge. And I mean, it was nothing around multiple blocks, multiple blocks. And what blows my mind is that the fighting that happened then, and yes, it was political because somebody would say something and it would be hot or somebody be upset. There was so much fighting going on in California due to it. There Mm -hmm. was this fight. We had the Watts riots. We had the Watts riots. We've had the, the, the other we've had so many riots that's one of our seasons riots yeah. fires flash floods <laughs> and earthquakes those are our four seasons and car chases, um, and car chases. you know and maybe yeah. a volcano some been in car chases <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. yeah i've been there but you may not have seen it or maybe 
you didn't register it at the time. That's always a possibility. Yeah, I, well, I grew up in El Paso, Texas. Okay. So we we were a big military base. Well, we are big. And we are very melting pot, mostly Hispanic, mostly white, you know, so everybody got a fucking long. So, like, I never understood until after I moved out of El Paso when everybody was like, people from there are in their own little bubble. Yeah. Because when I moved up here, even when I moved to Phoenix for a couple of years, it was a culture shock Mm -hmm. because nobody got along over there. Then I came home. Then I came home. (laughs) Right. I came home and I was like back in my little piece. And then I moved up here and it was totally weird. Cause first of all, I was used to being the only white kid in the neighborhood. Right. And I was like, there's so many white people. I don't feel comfortable. Oh I did not I do not. I feel don't. Yeah. And it's funny that I don't there's- feel comfortable. Me and my I husband think- were just having that conversation the other day. Cause we just moved to a city. We were in Detroit and we just moved to the burbs. I looked at him. My husband's black. I looked at him and I was like, are you comfortable here? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And he was like, why do you ask? And I was like, what's the race relations like here? And he was like, over here, it's pretty good. Even though this is the burbs, it's still like, there's a lot of black people here. So he's comfortable. All right. I mean, if you're comfortable, I'm still not, but okay. (laughs) Where I'm from was also a bubble. You know, the Bay Area is very cultural diverse. I yeah. yeah, I grew up. Uh, there was white people, mm-hmm. Mexican, Polynesian, and uh, Malcolm, Filipino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Filipino, Black, Jamaican, Haitian. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up around everybody. <laughs> and everybody it's funny along, and everybody when you got along. when I went to go I would visit the Bay. When I would visit the Bay Area just for the fun of it, I felt so comfortable there. Yeah, I did. But like up here, where. It's all the white, weird people. I don't. I think it's almost all of California because, I mean, SoCal, you know, was just that way growing up. And yeah. I know exactly what you mean because, like, when I moved here to Texas. And you moved to I a super started, white Texas. I had a travel job where I'd ha- have to go to Oklahoma. Well, no, no. Um, actually, DFW is is pretty multicultural. Really? Okay. But I would have to travel to Oklahoma and Kansas. And um, I went oh. to Oklahoma City. Mm. and um and i remember walking into a a restaurant and everybody was white and i thought and i felt so uncomfortable i was like i don't i don't like it here my my grandmother lived in chickasha oklahoma and every time we'd go through there like whoa this is not californian and like whoa where 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 is everybody what's weird with that is that i went with my sister who lived in at the time phoenix uh um, arizona we went to chicago and me i didn't feel any problems whatsoever in chicago and then like you go further out of illinois of that the city part of chicago everything's whiter and whiter and whiter and whiter the further west you go in illinois and you're like yeah i felt uncomfortable maybe it's because maybe i'm not white i don't know yeah dude because like maybe for me, like when I moved to Phoenix, like people wise, like like racial wise and like being a, a witch wise, it was fine. But like people argued about petty bullshit all the time. Like why yeah. would go to work and a bouncer, the bouncers would be arguing about political things and just different weird things that like I wasn't 
understanding why they were arguing about it. But like when it came to like being a witch and stuff, oh, I had so much fun over there because I found so many people. And then I moved up here. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to my practice and being a white girl, I'm not comfortable with other white people. And I definitely don't feel comfortable around all the Billy Graham Bible thumpers here. Oh, God, girl. No. <laughs> yeah, I live in Billy Graham country, girl. That's why I asked you um, to, to come officiate our, our vow renewal next year. Yes. I was like, I want this bitch to be here and do it. <laughs> Fucking kitten got her uh, ministerial papers, too. We still have to look up the laws. And kitten's like, when we going? When we going? <laughs> we going. <laughs> we making like, this. Uh, we making uh, this what I wanted. 15 years ago, or next year, it'll be 16, but like, we're doing it my way this time, not a, oh shit, we got to get married, because you're going to deploy shit. Maybe there's like, I don't know, no color with witches. Maybe I mean, I I, I remember my car blew out, and my tire blew out in Compton. Now, anybody who's been to Compton, (laughs) (laughs) California, I am special. (laughs) And Middle of the night. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I was trying to get to a fetish uh, golf club. And I got a tire. Because that's my life. And so um, uh, this 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 lovely Latina woman and her two guy friends who were getting ready to go. I guess they were going to some sort of car thing or some car show thing or some car party or something. But they looked really nice. And she jumps out of the convertible. She's like, baby, what's wrong? Baby, what's wrong? And I was like, my car is I couldn't and so these two uh latino guys fixed my car and you know oh, that's so cool yeah right. and middle of the night they fixed the tires they like okay you can get to your club now sweetie it's okay and i was like thank you so much they even gave me like five i, I was gonna give them money to try to help they're like no 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 here, here you go you're good you're good so people as a whole are good people as a whole are good mm-hmm. and i think it's when people get this idea that I'm better than you are kind of thing is when we have problems. Yeah. And that's when we get again yeah. into the haves I and agree. the have not. And, that, and, that's it's, and, it, and that's trash because my, and it's funny that you both mentioned Oklahoma because my grandmother who raised me and who I was always extremely close with was born and raised in El Reno, Oklahoma. And after she passed, I kind of had it in my mind, like, I want to visit where my grandma's from. I want to go to places that she could have been. I want to try food that she could have ate. When I told my husband, I was like, I, he was like, I'm, I'm not going. He's like, I'm not going to El Reno, Oklahoma. I'm black. And uh-huh. I was just like, like my heart sunk, like, damn, you know, like I can't, what? I can't eat. Like, and then I called my aunt and I told her what I was thinking. I was like, I wanted to take a road trip and go to El Reno and see where grandma was from. She was like, I wouldn't take him there. She was like, they're hella racist there. She still talks. Well, not her, uh, my great aunt. She still is in, in touch with what they call the Oklahoma bunch. And she was like, yeah, I guess when they found out I was married, they were asking questions. And my great aunt wouldn't even tell them that I was married to a black man because they would like, they would disown me. I would lose anything that I might have coming to me, blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, I don't want that shit. If it's like that, like they tell them I'm not ashamed of my husband. Like, Fuck them no. and their property. That's I don't want their, their bullshit ass property anyway. <clears throat> That's um, their fucking loss because Danny's a great man. So, yeah. Seriously. That's yeah. on their asses. 
that's so sad that 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 we have to say that we grew up in a bubble because in our world and you know fortunately or unfortunately three of the four of us were born and raised in yeah. California and that's always been multicultural yeah. so, I was born in Houston you know but then uh, moved. up yeah. until well up until like just a few years ago I was completely oblivious that there were still racist issues because I honestly I yeah. really truly honestly felt like that 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 was long past because yeah. you didn't you don't I thought we had gotten past that, that shit, you know exactly yeah, you. dude yeah. well because in the, like, in the metropolitan in the metropolitan yeah in the metropolitan areas and particularly with us growing up you know mm-hmm. it's like that just doesn't didn't exist I'm like where did it come from? Why well, is it so? Yes, well, because it's like well, I said, hold on, from. hold on, hold on. Because to be fair, some of that was that you just didn't see it because it wasn't as out there. It wasn't on the news all the time. There wasn't social media sharing it. It was still happening. It just one wasn't as. It, it's definitely had a resurgence. It's worse now yeah. than it was when I was growing up. I grew up in the nineties yeah. and the early two yeah. thousands. I'm, so, yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that it didn't exist. Yeah, it was a much more. I'm not saying that it didn't time. exist, but yeah, yeah, but it was much more accepting. And I think, but but I think now I understand it was because of where we grew up. Yeah, you know, dude, because like most, a good Paso part of California, I guess, is a bubble. Yeah, because like, that wasn't. And, um, and there is there there are little t- and the thing is it's so funny because outside of California it kind of seems like there are little bubbles of melting pots that are yeah. cool mm-hmm. but in California mm-hmm. it's like there have always been little bubbles where there have been the little racist white people like for example yep. and, and yep. it's actually actually here's in the hip towns in the hip towns yeah, that's yep. why we call it hip. and here and listen, so my grandmother, who was from El Reno, Oklahoma, she moved to Rio Linda, California, which is part of where I is in Sacramento County. Okay. Yep. It's um, it's literally like if you know where Del Paso Heights is in Sacramento, it's North Sac. It's North Sac. Okay. That's that's where okay. we're talking about North North Sac. And sorry, sweetie, uh, it's NorCal. <laughs> Yeah, it's NorCal, and more specifically, North Sac. So Rio Linda, California, and Alberta, California, are basically little... Rio Linda is slightly more advanced than Alberta, but Alberta, it looks like you're going back in time. Like, it looks like the 60s in Alberta. Like, 60s countryside, it's like trailers and farms. And um, yeah, it's (laughs) terrifying to people from the south like me. Um, But my grandpa lived in Alberta and my grandmother who raised me lived in Rio Linda. So I grew up around raging racists in that small, in that small place. But the thing is, they were they were like those passive aggressive at home racists. They didn't act crazy in public. They'd never attacked anybody. It was never physical. It was just them being judgy old piece of shit white people at home. That to me was the extent of racism outside of the random police events that would happen that sometimes would make news but it was such a small percentage it's nothing like it is now and again yeah it's because of where I grew up and and the time that I grew up because like I said the 90s and 2000s in the bay were fucking popping we were having parties together we were chilling together everybody got along we were just 
doing drugs and drinking together, hanging yes, out. Yes, like, dude. Living your okay, best okay. life. Okay. I guess it's like, just I weird. Up, I grew up in the hyphy movement. Like that was my generation. I'm hyphy. Like I grew up in that. So, so yeah, like we were doing ecstasy together. It, there was never any race issues at any of our parties because we were just mm-hmm. high and happy and having yeah. fun. Like exactly. we were good. There's something weird that happened between then and now where white supremacy when pan you and i were growing up was a bad word and they got beaten up and 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 sometime between then and now i don't understand what happened where they have grown they have become empowered yeah and and more mainstream and i don't understand it i really don't understand it i, don't I know still blame social media social media 100 percent. yeah dude because like, now no matter what cockamamie bullshit you're into you could find no, fellow like, like-minded no. people exactly. online exactly. they're all there they're there yeah that's true if you want to find people that want to mud wrestle and, and green jello and stick feather dusters up their ass you can find a group <laughs> of that on facebook for oh, that's sure. bet life. I'm sorry. That's bet life. Okay. <laughs> but yes, dude. Like it's it's true because it's you will find what? people of a like mind. You know, when we were growing up without the internet and all that shit, you didn't hear or see all these people because you couldn't find groups like that unless you went wow. searching. Searching. Now, you, I will tell you as far as yeah. the 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 race it's, thing, the, the the race. It wasn't 2020 that. 2019 actually there was a lot of kerfuffle that was also going on in baltimore there was a lot of happening there was another killing or two or three that happened in baltimore but the media hush hushed that really snapped fast quick it wasn't until prince or was that 2016? 2016, I'm so sorry. But there was a kerfuffle happening in 2016, but the media shushed it really snap quick. And Prince, the artist, was one of the people that helped start the protest on that. And mysteriously, he died soon after. So I've always thought a conspiracy on that, but we'll cross That's that true. bridge. I never <laughs> we'll burn that bridge when yeah. we get to it. But there... it's what happens is the media there's one person got shot or one cop killed somebody because oh they thought they had a gun or oh my god you know and the next thing you know we don't want to talk about that it's like kitty cats trying to cover up poop we don't want to talk about that because if we talk about that (laughs) on social media oh crap we're gonna have everybody's gonna get pissed and they're gonna call somebody and somebody's gonna call somebody else and then we're gonna have another protest and we're gonna have a thing oh crap here we go again we got an election coming up oh shit so that's my opinion. <laughs> you know what? And- I, I'm I'm wondering if maybe 9-11 stirred all this racist stuff. You know what? <laughs> you just I mean, said partially. the same thing. Jim said the same thing. Actually, you might be right. Jim said the same thing because he went in to the army after nine right like right what after 9-11. And he said he met so many people on every culture that hated some other culture and made it quite clear and it made him very uncomfortable a lot of times but it seems like we had uh, i think society at least where i grew up society had learned that even if you do feel that way that that's not accepted behavior and so it was subdued but it seems 
But it seems like with 9-11, it's like it became this national pride to be against a certain race. And And it's almost like it opened Pandora's box for people to be okay with it. Unintended. Because people Uh, that I would never hear saying horrible things mm -hmm. about other people just automatically just started saying things. It's like, where does that come from? Diarrhea. Verbal diarrhea. I was like, like, I've known you all my life Mm -hmm. and that's coming out of your mouth? What? I go, what would your grandma say if you said that because you know i had a few friends grand like linda's grandma she would always tell us you cannot hate someone for their skin color you can hate them because they're assholes but not because of their yeah. skin color then we also have people in the 90s people were getting bashed because of their gender preferences mm-hmm. and then or their lifestyles mm-hmm. or their lifestyle choices and i mean i was out in the parking lot holding a friend of mine outside of a Denny's parking lot because some five, you know, skinheads, nothing against skin. Well, yeah, something heavily against skinheads jumped out of a truck and took bats and beat the shit out of her because they thought a her should be a him. And the, he was, you know, so, I mean, there's always going to be a pack of wolves, I guess. Okay, nothing so real quick. Wolves. So real quick on the skinhead thing. This is a conversation me and Bella had a, a a while back where I'm from skinheads are a racist white boy gang. Yeah. Call it what it is. Um, But, but, but Bella, the group that you, I'll let you do it. Like, go ahead, do your thing. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost a moot point now, to be honest, because unfortunately it has evolved to that, but that's not what it was. And that's not how it started. You know, the, the skinhead movement actually was the polar opposite to that, which was, the unification of black and white of um you know the two-tone two-tone skinhead movement do you happen to know how like what what caused it to change or when because i don't really know all i know is when i was in high school that was the when i went to i I I know that um, temporarily it while going to high school and that was the first time i heard that term and i asked somebody else about it and yeah, like some of the people they were talking about, I knew they were white racist people, but I didn't know that there was a group or anything. So that was my only experience with that. I'll tell you when I was when I was growing up, you know, when I was a skinhead and we start we started noticing not uh, these neo-Nazi skinheads coming out and we're like, where the hell are these people coming from and yeah. why? And um, and then, and I don't know, Pan, if you remember Sharp. Did you ever hear about Sharp? I don't know if you ever were around that that subculture. Skinheads against racial racial prejudice. Racial, I mean, prejudice. it was. Yes, it, I do remember that. Yes, 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 I do. Yeah. So, so the the, God, the Nazi skinhead movement. <laughs> that's like I'm fucking old. Okay. That's eighty nine, right there. That's eighty eight, eighty nine. Well, I'm 90. talking like. This is yeah. like eighty. This is. Yeah, this is like 84, 85 for me, okay, when these guys first started forming. Because we started noticing, like, these skinheads, these skinhead white supremacists, and there's like, where is it coming from? Because it's totally polar opposite, anti what the skinhead movement is. And so Sharp felt the need to form to um, try to counteract that. And so it, and so I, I joked about it earlier, but it was true. It's like these skinhead Nazis, they were targets. They were totally like, 
beat up all the time because it's like, what are you doing? And that's what's happening now with that Viking dude or that that shaman dude. Oh my god. That guy pissed me off. Actually, I kept this away from Marcus because the other day his lawyer came out with a report saying it's not his fault. He has Asperger's syndrome. And I was I, I was fucking livid as a parent of a child who's on the spectrum who has Asperger's syndrome. I was fucking livid. So I made sure to clear it off of all the Google feeds on on all the computers because I did not want to hear Marcus go off on it because he he would have gone off. Then he would have brought Aunt Bella in and he would have just just he would have had a fucking shit storm. But that guy, dog. I'm holding it in. I'm holding it in. <laughs> Man. Oh. Open. Let, go. Let just go. My husband. Okay. Okay. My <laughs> husband has Asperger's. Okay. My Viking husband has mm-hmm. Asperger's. Okay. He is high functioning. I live in a heathen household. Okay. His brother-in-law is a heathen. My husband is a heathen. He follows Loki. You know. His brother, ironically, follows fucking, like, Odin, but that's interesting. We got crows <laughs> in the backyard named Hunan and Munin, okay? You know, we, you know, and they sit there every morning telling us all about their fucking day. So, being a witch, and seeing that shit show, and he had just finished a set, we had, somebody had ordered some heathen patches with the triangle, with the mountain, the triangle. Yeah, yeah we just did a patch of Hunan and Munin, and we've got he reads runes and I'm sitting there. Oh fuck. Here we go. It's now our turn on the fucking block. Here we go. Here we are. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen two more pissed men in my fucking life. I have never seen. Next thing I know, all of our heathen friends are fucking losing their shit. Fucking- <laughs> Yep. The girl, the the girl who runs uh, Phrase Hermetics, lost her fucking shit. Dragon in the Rose lost their shit. Everybody who is a heathen losing their fucking mind in California. Yes. We don't claim that motherfucker. We don't know his mm-hmm. shit. You know, and right. I mean, my husband exactly. has Asperger's and he's a heathen, and I'm like, exactly. oh fuck, he was pissed. I was girl, pissed. Oh yes, I like I like. Jim had to walk out of the room. Like he's not what? practicing, but he, be- you know, he follows. He believes my shit. He, he was. He was on. He was mad. And then when we saw that article last week about him being have Asperger's, we were even more pissed off. We we're like, hide this, hide this no, from no, Marcus no, no, no. right now, because Marcus is going to be outside screaming it for the whole neighbors to hear in the holler. I was like. Ooh, I was like, my kid has Asperger's, but he's not a dick like that. <laughs> I think that's what it boils down to. Whatever. I th- yeah, I think that's what it boils down to. No matter what your race, no matter your gender, no matter your whatever. I, th- You know, can we get beyond fucking labels and just lo- love one another, you motherfuckers? Because if not, we're going to have these pack of fucktards wandering <laughs> around, you know, in packs of five or more that are just wanting to be kings or queens on fuckwit mountain and trying to put everybody down and i'm fucking yeah. sick of it well, well there's what there's one label that i think we need to narrow everything down to let's get rid of every label except for dick I'm you're cool either with that. normal or you're a dick yeah just don't be a dick rule I'm cool one with, i'm i'm, I'm cool with rule one don't be a dick let's don't go be with a dick. that dualism 
Yeah, dude. Like, it's just, oh, like, yeah. Okay. <sighs> let me, let me just. Okay. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> bring it back. Oh, do I have another one? Do I but, have another but, one? <laughs> out of water. <laughs> but here, but, but the other, the other thing that, that has, so, so Nazism has uh, long infiltrated now, unfortunately, the skinhead movement, yes. but it yes. has um, also infiltrated heathenism. And yes. that is a huge slap in the face. Well, I mean, that is, I mean, that's, that's that, beyond, that's, that's painful. I mean, that's, that's like a few, like, what was it? Quite a few months ago. That's very painful. Quite a few months ago in a community, Bella and I were helping take care of and run. We had a guy who requested to be part of the leadership and I went to his profile. He was a heathen, but his views and how he went to the prisons to teach those views triggered a red flag at me. Just the wording of his profile and the way he thought. I was like, you're one of those guys. We're not going to do this. And the leader, like the actual amino holder, was like, well, we could give him a chance. I was like, no, we're not giving him a chance. We're not giving. I was like, but she's like, he, she, whatever she wants, they want to be today, was like, but he's a heathen. (laughs) He was like a heathen. I was like, but that doesn't matter. I go, he may be into the Norse paganism and stuff, but the way he speaks and the way he has his views is not what abominated heathenism yeah and so everybody else was in yeah everybody else agreed because i think you were there bella when we would discuss that guy i was there i remember yeah Yeah. and you know i was like no because i think that you know when and and that's part of the problem it's like uh, how when, when you have these these movements or religions, you know, that have this this basis, um, and it's infiltrated by this virus of hatred. It's like, how does that happen? Yeah, because I was it, like, wait, it, how, where it does this? My mind, to be honest, I was with like, you. it really does. I think my well, first of all, I'll be upfront and honest. I didn't know what the skinhead shit was until I actually watched American History X when I was younger. I was in that. <laughs> Now I'm going to go in there and watch it and look for Pam Pam. I'm going to go look for Pam Pam now. Cause like, because I was not introduced. Extra good luck. (laughs) I'm going to sit there and freeze frame the whole shit. And Jim's going to get aggravated. I'm going to be, I'm looking for Pam Pam. I was wearing a red kilt. If I remember correctly and a black leather jacket. Yes. Okay. Then I'm just going to start looking for you because like, (laughs) but (laughs) I like back to the thing. Like I, I was not introduced to that kind of skinhead stuff i knew the other ones because my aunts and uncles grew up with being skinheads and i know the sharpie thing or the sharp thing because one of my uncles was that the sharpie sharpie. i call this sharpie okay but yeah i I knew i grew up with that because of my aunts and uncles and so when i saw american history x i think i don't remember how old i was and stuff i was like well that's not what i grew up we're about 15 because i was 25 around there yeah because i was like i was like that's not what i associate that kind of group with and then 
like actuality, the storyline is a great storyline because the guy's a reformed idiot and shit like that. But that's the first time I ever heard about neo-Nazis, you know, and I, I, I saw that movie and I was like, this is fucking horrible. People really took that, that like, because that's why when Bella started talking about it, I was like, well, yeah, I know that's what the skinheads used to be. But then I saw this movie and it totally fucked my head up. Yeah. But see, that, that is the very di- disappointing and depressing part is that now today in 2021, when you say the, the word skinhead, it, it's almost impossible to separate neo-Nazism apart from skinhead. And you know what? I fear that we are past the um, the point of being able to go back, that that is, that is where heathenism is headed. Even and though see- I know... We know that that's not what that is, that that five, 10 years from now, that's what it's going to be equated with. And that is disgusting and depressing. And so on, the, on, on the polar opposite end of that, too, you can look at Wicca because a lot of the older practitioners of Wicca are not all love and light. They're not all threefold law. They're not none of that. You can see it as positive or negative. They obviously don't see it as a negative. Only some people can see that level of ignoring negative aspects of things in your life as a negative itself. But, you know, overall, nobody's going to attack people who are just all about being nice all the time. They don't, they don't get the same response, but it is the same action. And it's funny because Marcus brought this up this morning because I'm bastardizing things. Damn. Exactly. I'm like, Mark, I don't know where my son came. We were doing something in the yard and all of a sudden he goes, mom, he was like, are we coming to another satanic panic? I go, have you been talking to aunt Bella today? And she's like, he's like, no, he goes, I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't know child. And he goes, I've been thinking about that. And I was like, okay. He goes, just some of the stuff I've seen on roadblocks, some of the stuff I've seen on discord and all this shit, he's like, I think we're headed that way. And I was like, well, you know what Aunt Bella <laughs> said. Uh, I don't think we're headed that way. I think I think we're there. Yeah, I think we're we we are actually. I think we're there already. It's there, started. There's a book. Of, I think I, her name was Susan Fucci or Fauci. Almost like sounds like Fauci, but I don't think. <laughs> Uh, but Susan something or other with an F. Uh, it was written, ironically, in the 90s, but it was called The Backlash Effect. And what happens in America, it's only been America, ironically. And what happens is, is that when you have too much of an extreme one way, you have a backlash effect the other way. And that's happened with the equal rights movement. That's happened with the women's movement that's happening now Mm -hmm. and with the religious i thought we were supposed to be a division between church and state well (laughs) um in the country so here we are and so yeah we're we're watching a swing that right now you watch your trends right now everything you can you can go in california there's going to be at least one occult store within a 20 mile radius Mm -hmm. you watch there will be a backlash effect. We I mean, seeing- hell, it's like that here in Michigan. And it's yeah. Michigan. I'm not even, I'm talking outside of Detroit. Yeah. Like in the burbs. In the burbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, now, ironically, I live in a very, I don't know what you want to call it. I live in Yorba Linda, California. It's in Orange. It's in the upper Orange area. And we live in Orange mm-hmm. of Orange County, California. And on every other corner was a Trump booth, a Trump flag booth. 
and every other weekend and all of us are we voted for Biden but you know we were one of the only or one of two people on the block and we watched every week there was a rally for Trump and one weekend before the 6th of January there were people crossing the street all looking like they just jumped out of Hamilton that were all for Trump and they're waving his blue line flag or his red line, well, not the red line, the blue line flag. I was like, that's not the American flag. I wonder if they know that. And it was this little, it was this little, well, not little, but this Asian girl wearing a red coat uniform and Prada shoes crossing the street, wearing a $2,000 handbag. I know. Cause I Googled that shit. And she's saying how we need our taxes lowered. I'm like, does that girl know she's wearing a red coat? probably does she not know? does she know i'm just gonna say you know and i'm like i'm just saying and my my lovely husband thank gods for my husband rolls down the windows he's like um uh you know the red cut's lost right i just wanted to point that out bye rolls up the window go go go, go. then we also get into the whole you know i i have a lot of friends in the asian community that work in the fetish community as well and you know then we had what happened in february march with the shootings i think it was february march i can't remember and then the shootings of, of asian women and i'm just like what the hell is going on why 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 i mean i now know what marvin gay felt like what's going on you know it's just like what the f is happening yeah. here and it's like the more equal we're trying to get the more opened our minds go the more on the other side the stupid grows or the crazy happens so yes i do believe there is going to be a backlash effect and if i end up on a stake i'll just light your cigarette you know (laughs) (laughs) when we go (laughs) and honestly it's a product of fear i truly believe that it's a product of fear it's it's because christianity is at an all-time low Yes, mm-hmm. the whole conservative, not political, not the political conservative. conservative, but just the whole conservative lifestyle. Yeah, just being conservative, um, you know, that's at an all time low. And I think um, people are getting scared that their way of life is disappearing. Then, and so they're fighting yeah. back. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. And, it's and really weird, is, though, because because yeah. it's not because there are a lot of people who are still very modest and there are a lot of women who are still very modest and men who are very modest. For me, example, I'm a great example of that. I, like I said earlier, mostly democratic in most of my views. I'm all for legalizing sex work. I'm very, uh, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm pretty progressive, but I want the the ability for people to make those decisions for themselves just because i'm good with her busting tricks doesn't mean i want to right but why should she why Mm -hmm. should why shouldn't she be able to do with her life whatever she wants to do like what if what if i woke up tomorrow and i was like marriage isn't for me i want to go be a hoe why can't i what the fuck business is it of yours i mean you guys i had that conversation with you guys a couple weeks ago with my friend my friend from high school or childhood period she has an OnlyFans page and everybody like I, I have a few friends who are like, oh, my God, that's so disgusting. She's a mom. I was like, but bitch, is she asking you to pay her bills? 
Is she asking you to help her do this, this, and that? No. So let her go. It's only a problem because they know her. It's like, let her go suck her dick on camera. I bet you they watch porn, though. I bet you they watch porn. And my thing is like, well, how do you... It's fine when it's not somebody in your circle. It's fine when it's not somebody in your circle that you can cast judgment on. Because like in some of these people, I'm like, well, how do you know? How do you know about her OnlyFans page? Uh Uh-huh. like, how do you yeah. know that she has that? Some it, I mean, some of it is jealousy, too. Like, you're mad you can't do it. Yeah, dude, because I'm like, first That's of right. all, mama's not asking you to pay her bills. Mama's not She's making ask- her coin. She's making her coin her way. You know what? You know who I see being the yeah. most hateful towards sex workers are middle-aged married women with kids. Because you can't go out and be a hoe all the time like you <laughs> want to be. Because you, you know be, you though. want yeah. to be, because who doesn't like, you know, <laughs> who doesn't like having fun, whether it's Some with strange. one person or multiple people. <laughs> a lot of the people that I see talking shit, especially in my age group, if a lot of my friends are married and a lot of the ones that are real judgy mm-hmm. about hoes are the ones that used to be hoes and can't, Dude, you know. I, that's right. And, and you know what's funny? The people dumbass. talk, the people giving her, <laughs> talking, talking behind her back and giving her shit are all my girlfriend or acquaintances because they're not really my girlfriends anymore but like they're the ones who have six babies from six baby daddies who have to work three jobs and do this and live with their mama and daddy i'm like bitch she owns her house she owns her car all her bills are paid her kid is good so what is your problem her money (laughs) Listen, you know who I looked up to when I was in middle school? This lady that used to go to the nail salon with me. She would always go to the person right next to me and I would talk to her. And I just thought she was so pretty. She looked like a Barbie doll and she always had bright ass nails. They were really long. She was gorgeous. And I was just, every time I would see her, I would just be so happy. And um, we would talk. and, And one day when I was in high school, I had known her for years by then. She pulled up in a brand new car and it was all black outside but the inside was all pink leopard print and furry and i was like bitch i was like bitch how'd you get that car she's like i made the money to buy that car in two weeks and i was like i was like i want to work where you work and she was like i work at the strip club when you hit 18 let me know and i was like i'm there (laughs) yeah dude well because like when i i never did but like for a couple years i was convinced like when i turn 18 i'm about to go be a stripper and girl like i'll tell you i literally only work three days a week for four hours and all my bills are paid and i had spending cash yeah, I am a firm believer of the school of working smarter, not harder. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I have a friend. My friend, is, her name is Naya. She owns a little shop down in Santa Ana called Discreet Loving. And um, she has friends. It's all dedicated towards uh, like sex toys or like, you know, a lot of uh, uh, exotic dancers go there because they get their clothes there and she gets it at cost and she gets their bags and stuff like that because she is very pro about that. She teaches pole dancing classes. Her friends come in and teach. They rent out space so they can practice. And yet she gets a rash of shit from so many different people. And she isn't, she, she, she is a firm believer of believe what you want to believe and be yourself. She gets a lot of crap from a lot of other people because they can't do that shit. Yep. I can't, I can't get on a pole, but I will admire anybody that can. (laughs) 
And see, again, it kind of comes down to where we're all from. We're all from a place where prostitution was a hub for us. L.A. is a huge prostitution and escort and Vegas. stripper hub. Vegas. Yeah, Vegas. I Like I said, the Bay Area is known for pimp mm-hmm. culture. Oakland, San yep. Francisco. San Francisco has huge pimp culture. And it's... And yep. And being from there, I can say from our perspective, it's kind of a beautiful thing because it's not what it's portrayed to be. Like, these are not trafficked young girls. They're women who are making their own decisions. They want yeah. to be there. And and pimps aren't just dudes that are out there beating the shit out of them. They're protecting yeah. them. They're driving they're them to their They're not all drug pregnant. addicts. They're not yeah. all alcoholics or drug addicts. They're making their coin yeah. and going home to their kids. Exactly. Exactly. And so again, we kind of come from a bubble where it was more acceptable because that's what we were around. And then when I moved to, to actually, when I was 18, I moved to Iowa to handle some business. This is the world I was in at the time. And, and so I was in Iowa for a couple of years handling business. (laughs) I saw that like the whole culture there was very shunned. They looked down upon it. And even strippers would sometimes get beat up after work and stuff by the people that oh. went and watched yep. them. Girl, I live in an area. There is no wow. strip clubs here. There are zero. If you want to go to a strip club here in North Carolina, you have to go to Charlotte. I was like, when I first moved here and I was asking Jim, like, you know, what's there to do? Where's the clubs? We hardly have any clubs. And uh, he's like, there's no strip clubs here. We used to have to go to Greenville or Charlotte. And I was like, you got to drive an hour to three hours away to go hang out at a club here. He's like, babe, babe, we live in Billy Graham area. Billy Graham built Asheville. Therefore, we don't have that kind of shit. I was like, what the fuck? No wonder you were out tipping cows or trying pretending to be gangsters. There's nothing to do here. I, yeah. I have a I have a dream that more Californians move to to other parts of the country in Moss. <laughs> Maybe they are already. In. They're all coming here to Texas. Oh yeah, that's right. The Great Exodus of last and then, year. And then, and then Texas is yeah. people from Texas are coming up here to North Carolina because like yeah. girl, just I saw like ten fucking Texas plates in like a matter of ten minutes this morning. I'm not moving to Arizona. There is no way in hell. All the Californians coming here. You know what, though? I will say this. um, As far as actual strip clubs, I have never... Well, granted, there's... Obviously, there's going to be places that come to mind more like Atlanta and and different places in New York. But as far as the Midwest, yo, Detroit is with the shit. They have strip clubs in residential areas. (laughs) I should have gone and worked there. No, I, we were looking at, at places one time and we went to go down this one street. I was like, nope, <laughs> just keep driving. Just keep driving. Because <laughs> it was literally, it shared, like, it was like the strip club, a parking lot, the house we were going to look at. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm like, hell no. Just don't even, do, nope. Maybe just I should have gone up there for the weekends to, to work, man, instead of going Girl. to Arizona and Albuquerque. Shit. Yeah, yeah if you're into sex work, um, be safe about it but yeah detroit is a big money city and the ballers out here love to spend money so yeah if that's, I would, your, if that's your thing it's it's a good place to go i would drive between back home the two clubs i worked at back home the clubs i worked at in phoenix and then albuquerque there are two clubs there i should be all where are we going this weekend <laughs> all right but, i'm gonna make five grand this weekend sex work has become 
political in and of itself. They're starting to come together. They they want to be recognized. They want to be legalized yes. as they should be. Um, they should they should stop being penalized. And it, it's fucked up because a lot of celebrities will try to. You know what? I'm going to just throw her ass under the bus real quick. Amber Rose, really, she does this whole slut walk thing, but it's really just her acting like a straight hoe for no fucking reason because you don't actually support sex workers um, because when it comes down to it, she's silent about certain things that have happened. And But she used that as a propellant for her career. She has brands and stuff that she profits off of because she acts like a political activist in it and you know, and she's not. And I'm actually starting to see like overlap in the sex work and witchcraft world. And I am like, good for you, bitch. (laughs) And that's funny you say that because I actually met a lot of the people that I do know in the craft. Not that that's a new thing though, by the way. No, but like I did, I met a whole bunch of people working at the clubs that practice because it made them yep. it gave them that feminine power because that they, that's what they said like, it's I guess I make an oil. okay two things two things first thing there's an actual oil I designed well I didn't design it a friend of mine who was a dancer designed it called Jezebel oil for dancers that or escort services that could possibly make more coin that is a thing you are right a lot of practitioners in this particular community the second thing is, is that I, oh crap, I lost the second thing. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> well, well, real quick then, hopefully it'll come back to you. But another thing oh, too I, is, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead before you oh, lose it. <laughs> before I forget again, uh, back in the eighties, there was a, uh, witch, a witch practitioner that worked in the porn industry called Annie Sprinkle. And um, they used to have a TV show uh, on HBO after dark. And one of the episodes they talked about, she was very, very pro sex worker. And that's probably why a lot of people don't know of her today. I remember that episode. Please go ahead. I remember that episode. I do. I was going to say another like more niche area that I personally know some practitioners who are in is they're doms and they're fucking great at it. And it, and they actually (laughs) like, it's not just like, yes, it's a job for them, but they use it very much in their practice as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's empowering. It's like, yeah, of course you do. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, dude. Cause like when I came back home from Phoenix and started working, I ran into several people I went to school with back in the day who shunned me mind you, who shunned me for my practice and being a witch in high school and shit. And come to find out, they were practicing now too because it gave them that power to do their job. I was like, you fucking bitch. I go, you shunned me. You gave me shit. You thought I was weird. And now look at you. Now look at you. They've also, they've also, it's, well, not that it's a new thing. They fetishize witch having sex with witches and shit too. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Because it's candles and hot wax and oils. <laughs> and they're like, it's yeah, it, it's dark. And you're you're gonna... not supposed to do it. She might I... do something to me that I can't control. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's a whole kink. It's a whole Dude, fucking I'm kink. I'm sorry, but I, I will just tell you. The same thing with nurses, you know, the, the sexy nurse. Yep, so, yep. Yeah, I get that a lot. Too. My whole the sexy house nurse of a sexy witch. My whole house of a thousand you're corpses You're a sexy witch thing. nurse. <laughs> See, see, my yeah. whole house of a thousand corpse. Uh, I'm the ultimate set. sex goddess. 
There you go. Yeah, my whole my whole House of a Thousand Corpse set was like the one I made a lot of money off of. That's what I did. Like that was my whole set. My whole everything was the House of a Thousand Corpses, the whole baby thing and shit. And like dark, I guess you can say like dark, creepy, witchy, vampire girls is a whole fetish. Sexy. Yeah, mm-hmm. they love that shit. If yeah. you've ever read The Satanic Witch by Anton LaVey, yeah. If you've ever read it, have a good read. If you haven't read it, have a good read. Because <laughs> that is basically what we are watching now is what he was talking about 30 years ago. And the type, the stereotypical femme fatale, uh, witchy vampire type will always be ooh and ah because it is a taboo. Yeah, yeah. And I, I worked with a dom. I worked with a madame. I'll call her a madame because that's what she didn't want to be called dom. She wanted to be a madame. <laughs> I worked with her and she was a, a 24 hour dom, vampire dom. And she's in a book even. I think it's called uh, Piercing the Darkness by Catherine Ramslin. And she nailed it. She nailed that lifestyle. And I was like, oh my God, I want to be her when I grow up. <laughs> And, and, and no one had told me I'd grown up yet, but I see so many friends of mine that are in the fetish community. So many friends of mine that are in the dawn community, the exotic dancer community, the alternative lifestyle community. We are basically special interest group people and mm-hmm. with bunny rabbit ears. The thing is, is that <laughs> it's, it's a strength. It's an inner strength because you pull this like, mm-hmm. oh, I can fucking do this shit kind of energy it's some sort of a harnessing of energy and making it your bitch (laughs) and yes it's overpowering and the giving and the taking of energy i will take i will go see a dom over a reiki master any motherfucking day any oh my god yes (laughs) i'm so happy right now i love hearing shit like that because i know sorry sorry, brandy (laughs) hey i for me personally I i would too I have friends that are in sex work still. One, I'm going to tell you like this. They are way more up on their hygiene than regular women. They're way more up on their pap smears, handling that. Go to a professional. This is their job. They're fucking professionals for a reason. Mm -hmm. That's why they get paid Mm -hmm. so much. And they're in their experience. They're not going to waste your time. You don't have to try to fumble around and figure it out. They're like, I got you. Just chill. I mean, yes, I'm a Reiki master practitioner, but um, I'm sorry. I would totally go see someone else of that caliber any day. San Francisco is also a really great place if you're into drag shows. Yes. That's why I went to San Francisco one time. We went to go see the show. Bella, Pan, didn't you guys used to go uh, party in Frisco? Yeah, no, maybe. Sometimes, a little bit. I I partied in Frisco, but I'm more a Hollywood girl. Did you guys (laughs) ever go to any of the drag shows out there? There was a really known one. I don't know if you've heard of it. It was called um, Fanopio with an F. We had our own drag shows in LA. I actually... During my uh, my club kid days, um, every Thursday, peanuts. Oh my god! For the drag shows, or club makeup. That, club makeup. See, my point with that is that's also yeah. kind of where that's also kind of when, where I Wednesday get was my... Helter Skelter. Thursday was the peanuts. And then the uh, Helter and then uh, Control Factory. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I know. Yes, <laughs> and club with no name. 
Uh, yeah. And Saturday was cinematic. Saturday there was a, yeah, but Peanuts had. Yeah. Saturday cinematic. But Thursday all the were fetishes peanuts. were in the background. Yeah. But see, that that's also why anybody who's heard me rant about this before knows me and my mom are not on good terms. We don't talk. We're not in each other's lives anymore. But some of my political views do come from her. She was the hippie kid. She rebelled. She was very into the drug culture. Um, hippie movement still fucking is. Um, it's weird, yeah. though, because she's also a racist piece of shit. Don't know how those overlapped and happened. But <laughs> how did that happen? Fuck if I know. That's, that's, that's the 65 it was the weed. era. It was the weed. Y'all, right? y'all, figure, y'all figure her out. <laughs> she was born in 65. She's not my generation's problem to try to explain away. Um, that what's wrong with my mom is just 1965 was a poor year to have children. She had a best friend who was like my aunt. And that's what got her into being political is my aunt ended up contracting AIDS through a blood infusion in the 80s. Oh, wow. And uh, so that's what got my mom into politics. And that's why that's why I can't shake that. I grew up in a political movement household where my mom was constantly out acting being an activist uh she went to the white house and all kinds of shit like she used to be really really active in the aids movement we used to go um when the giants would do the aids ribbon on the field before games i was there if you zoom in on pictures you'll see a little white girl with big poofy blonde hair that's so i grew up around people who were of all sexual preferences whether i just grew up in the middle of the lgbt lgbtq community and politics and i just i grew up in the middle of all of it so of course that became part of who i am and me coming into my practice is not going to change who i am as a person i'm a millennial we're inherently more outspoken about politics i'm an aquarius we are politics (laughs) um you know like we're very progressive and and we're loud about it and we want change and and political revolution and and it's hard because like I said I was raised by such a weird mix of people from different places and had different views and um so yeah sometimes my my views are polarizing sometimes you're like how can you feel this way and that way but you practice this and you're supposed to be neutral and I'm just like don't tell me what I'm supposed to be. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that, that you say that because I, too, was raised in a very political household. My mother was incredibly politically active. She was active in the Asian American, you know, politics. Um, and she actually uh, she actually worked for the government because she was appointed as the um, assistant deputy director of health and human services for governor Duke Majin. And she was in that role oh, for God. eight years. And, um, and then after, and, and before that um, she actually was offered a position in the white house with Reagan, but she didn't take it cause she didn't want to leave me. I would have gladly like, I don't get along <laughs> with her. I would have gladly been like, go, go. But, but anyways, you know, so, so it, <laughs> incredibly Republican. I mean, that's what, you know, our home was, we hosted, I can't tell you how many fundraising activities we hosted in the home. Um, So it's interesting because I lived, ate and breathed that stuff, but um, 
but even then, even as a child, I was, I, I never understood it because I never understood the polarization of. You're also, you're also comparing, Um, you're also comparing a Libra to an Aquarius. That's of what are you serious? (laughs) Of course, of, of course, I'm going to be way more like down your throat about it. Like we're revolutionaries is what we do. We stir shit up. And see, us at the three Libras, we're like, like, yeah, "Hmm." we know you're annoying. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) And the three Libras right here, we're like, "Mm, do we really want to stir the pot? Maybe. We have those moments where we want to, but we don't. Yo, I got three houses in Scorpio, so hey. <laughs> try, try, being, try being an Aquarius surrounded by two Libras and a Capricorn all the time. I'm the most annoying person all the time. I'm used to it. I'm the aggression. I have my Sagittarius or my rising is Sagittarius, so I'm aggressive with it too. I'm real aggressive. I'm real hate. I'm also real. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to what I got to say. But that's that's how we get shit done. That's how my generation gets shit done. Instead of your generation was more like, I'm just going to do the work and I'm not going to bitch about it and fuck them. I hate them. I'm just going to do this. My generation's like, I know you hate me, but you're going to listen to me because I'm going to be so loud that you can't not. I question everything. When I was in catechism, I got kicked out of class quite a few times for questioning bullshit because the answer that's just because that's how it is was not good enough for me. And did you just grab a whip? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> she got a writing crop right there. Next to the baseball bat note, and the hat. On that note, I'm d- I'm done going on my millennial political rant. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna spank you. When the, it was like I, the Scorpio I, side no. just kicked in saying, All right, I gotta say some shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um First of all, I worked in bio drag while I was also a performance artist in the 90s and 2000s before it was called bio drag. I did not want to dress like a drag king. I wanted to be a drag queen, but I'm a girl. That was unheard of in the day. Now, thank the gods, Landon Sider won the Dragula Best Drag yes. King. Yes. 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 So, so I am bio drag. I am a firm fan of, if you ever get the chance to see Lolo Brow, she's British. She's in the UK. Um, she is bio drag. She is so bio drag and faux queen. It's, I don't like calling it faux queen because it doesn't sound right because everyone's a queen in their own right. But um, it's another label. But she has it nailed down. I grew up in a family that were friends with drag queens. I grew up in a family of people that liked the same sex or they wanted to change their sex. I grew up with a bunch of people that went to discotheques, you know, and shit like that in the 70s. I grew up in a a society of coke sniffing, pot sucking, (laughs) crazy, you know, fucking going fucking wearing halston you know that was the society look, i grew you, up in, so, in the 70s. So, you, so you get it then because because look yeah there's there's times where i see people questioning these people getting their rights and they're like how could a two men raise a kid and i'm like i've seen it they do it better they than already, most straight couples already I would, do it. how could you question I would that rather how is that even a, a something to friends. question that's what yeah, i don't I understand have my two guy friends down the street that have raised two beautiful uh kids and they're all in universe they are now in the ucla or the university of something or other in another state and um 
instead of the couple that, you know, are, you know, probably meth addicts, this husband and wife, they're meth addicts out in the desert trying to raise five kids and not take care of them. Yeah. Look, okay. Look, both of my, I had, um, I grew up, it was a divorce household, but there was a mother and a father figure and it was extremely abusive. It was extremely neglectful. My childhood was horrible. If I told you shit, sometimes I tell people my story and my story traumatizes them. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like my childhood was fucked up. Like I, and I'm open about it. Like if you ever want to hear the story, I'll tell you no problem. But my point is I had a friend whose father was gay. He came out, he came out after he had his son. So he was already, he has a mom. The mom was in his life, but to sit there and say, like, he was happy when he was at his dad and his other dad's house. Like he, we would go over there and hang out. His two dads were my mom's best friends. And so I've seen kids that were raised in gay households. They're fine. Half of them are more functional than you. And it's, you know, growing up with a mother and a father does not equal the best situation for the child because my situation was horrible and there was a, a, a male and a female adult in the house you cannot convince me otherwise i'm going to go back to what i said before which is it's fear it's fear from uh from mostly christian families and people yep. of that background they cannot understand how people outside of their mindset and they expect politics to support their viewpoint. And I don't understand that. Going back to like what you said, Pan, in the beginning, it's like, what happened to separation of church and state? I thought that's but, what we but, were founded and see, on. And see, that's I mean, where my viewpoint kind of comes in a little bit. And this is why I feel it is important to vote because they do. And, it, and if somebody yes. has and if somebody has religious views and they're voting, they're going to vote for what they feel is right. So if you don't feel that's right and you're not voting, you're just like, okay, I'm going to go along with what they're saying. No, that's, that's not it. Because um, well, I, as far as, but as far as honestly when feel like and stuff, uh, that is kind of how that goes. <laughs> well, yeah, yes and no. And the part of the problem is, unfortunately, like just about everything else, politics is not that cut and dry. You know, when you yeah. look at a bill that passes or whatever, it's never, or it's rarely ever just that one thing. There are oh, 50 yeah, million things that they've tacked onto that yep. on top of that. Yep. Yeah. All and, the time. And, and, um, and this is why it is so crucial yeah. to read and, those propositions. Um, to read. Yes. And be smart enough to know what the hell they're saying. Do and your research. Yeah. Look into your research. it. People as a whole are lazy. That is yes. true. People as a whole are lazy. And if they want to be fed this cyber, pa- this, this cyber pablum from their pastor or this, this her- heretical pa- uh, b- banter from their political re- leader because they want to be put in a little bubble, not to, to discuss any bubbles, but put in this political pablum fed bubble that, oh, everything's going to be okay. We'll just take care of you. You don't have to worry about it. So they can go about tra-la-la, living their life and doing whatever the hell they want. They'll do it. You know, we talked about separation of church and state, but that happens also, not just in politics where where they're not doing that anymore. It's also happening in the church. I don't know if you guys read, um, there was, I don't know if it was a pastor or a priest. I think it was a Catholic priest 
or maybe it was a pastor, I don't know, um, but who was actually removed from his position because his sermons were constantly political. So you, and, and you look at YouTube these days, there are pastors and there are priests and there are religious leaders that are spouting tons of political stuff because they are trying to promote, you know, their Christian views and their Catholic views into politics. And that's really dangerous. That's yeah, really, that's why we have really dangerous. Radicals. And, this is how we get radicals. Yep. And that's one of the reasons why I said earlier that I don't think we're headed to a satanic next satanic panic. We're here already. Oh, yeah. Because, I've seen articles um, where it's like how to spot a witch, um, witch hunting. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. come on. I live in small hick town and, um, you know, I kind of stick out around here because I ain't like these basic Becky bitches, Karen's down the street. Like, you know, I, I don't blend in. So I do like. I mean, I don't care because I'm so used to people staring at me because of my hair or something. But, like, I don't. Like, especially after the, the thing on the 6th and the Capitol, I didn't feel comfortable going out at all. Because right. people were so fired up here. We had we had trucks coming up and down my, you know, BFE fucking back road hollering where I could hear it from the road. You know, and I'm my, yeah. my house is a quarter mile from a little under a quarter mile to the main road. And you could hear right. them yelling and screaming through the fucking megaphones. You know, I've had crazy neighbors sitting there pretending they're trying to, you know, tactical fucking shoot. Like, first of all, you're not doing your rights. Second of all, you know, I just I didn't feel comfortable because I don't have anything that says witch on me. But if you don't look like them, they're going to assume that. Because these ladies know, so like, what, that whole week, I didn't go anywhere. I ordered everything and, to be delivered. Yeah. And this is why these people instill fear. And they are instilling fear. And this is how people are lashing out mm-hmm. is, oh, God, it's just a big fucking it's the, Yeah. Anytime, yeah. anytime anybody of any political stature bring something to the forefront, it's going to have backlash. You throw in religious dogma and it gets crazy. But another good example of shit that kicked stuff up is just like when this whole coronavirus shit hit. And now we have Asian Americans getting, or just Asians period, getting attacked. And it's just like, look, call it what it is. Like he specifically called it the China virus and and all kinds of shit. To say that it wasn't incited Mm -hmm. is bullshit. It's bullshit. (laughs) Well, yeah, and, like- it, and it brought to light, you know, that unfortunately, uh, there are a lot of people who who are racist against Asians that mm-hmm. one didn't feel comfortable letting it be known. But two, it's not only now being known, but it's so obviously being known, because it's not just Chinese people that are being tacked. Filipinos are being tacked, Japanese, yeah. Korean. Why? Because they overtly say we can't tell the difference between all you guys yeah and that is back to the the little racist cherry on top of the racist sunday yeah, yeah and it's exactly it's, oh they're not they don't look like me thus therefore you know it's like yeah. well not me me but i mean they, they this person this yeah, individual yeah. The, this incompetent 
uh, incompetent dumbass. What was it? Don't be a dick. This dick. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, like, oh, you're different than me. They say that they're different than them. So therefore, it must be fear instilled. Therefore, I want the same all across the board. Therefore, here we are. I could go to Walmart but, right now. All the white people, you all look the same to me. Because they do. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Steven, you look just like Greg. Calm down, Biff. <laughs> oh, come on now. Biff's a target. He's not at a, he wouldn't set foot in a Walmart. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's a target kind of guy. No, Biff, yeah, is, the on one that, Biff is the one that cuts you off in his BMW and then looks at you like you're the problem. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Like you get some girl, some crazy white girls thinking she's important because she's in a topless like Mercedes. And I was like, honey, that's a Mercedes. And that's an all it, that's basically a Hyundai in Germany. Enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. And something that I see, too, that's really annoying is when they overly praise professionalism in situations where it's in a fucking appropriate. I saw something um, on YouTube the other day. It was this lady, she was reporting on the news and she was reporting an accident and it was her husband. And she was so applauded for getting through it and not having a meltdown. Like that was, her husband just died, bitch. Who cares? Why are you even crying? Like, why do you, first of all, why do you have her on the air? Like, you know that's her husband. Why do you have her reporting on that shit? I'm sorry, yeah, but bullshit. in the medical in, in the medical world, I know if one of a family member comes in, you can't treat them. Your ass is out there waiting you with can't the rest treat of the them. Yeah, that's so right. I've why, seen enough episodes of yeah. to know that. <laughs> yeah. So why why are you having her report on her husband's death? Right. Why you can't have someone step in so she could be over there doing what she needs to do? Morning, morning. Well, it's right? kind of like yes. For decades, because I blame the 40s. I believe I blame the industrial era for this. The the, the 30s, 40s, 50s, and, and the beginning of the 60s. We saw it, and then it became even more prevalent in the 70s and 80s because of Coke. But you know, but because <laughs> I'll blame Coke for that one. But everything we have to work. Oh my God, you're not going to work because you're sick. Oh no, then you don't have a good work value. Okay, we're gonna fire you. Then all of a sudden, coronavirus fucking hit. And then all of a sudden, oh yeah, if you're sick, please don't come in. But I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, maybe we should take you being sick seriously. No, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, you can work at home and then that, yeah. Just, yeah, dude, like, uh, like, I thought it was funny because, you know, like, these moms who have to call in because their kid's sick, they don't, they, they, they can't go to school, so they don't have daycare, the coronavirus hit, uh-huh. and shit, and all of a sudden, now you can remotely work from home, and, and it's oh. not a big fucking deal, you know, and, like, now everybody's like, amazing. oh, no. I was like, oh, I told you I could have done that from home like two years ago. And now all of a sudden, oh, I'm no. mm-hmm. it's like all these years. Oh, no, we want people to go to the office. Oh, we want more cars out on the freeway. Oh, we want more drugs out in the system. And oh, we want all this. And then all of a sudden something hits. Oh, yeah, you can work from home. Oh, yeah. Weed's legal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, OK, stay at home if you don't feel good. It's amazing what a small little crisis can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you dude. know what, though? You're right. It's a mob mentality. It becomes it yeah. becomes the norm. 
And, um, and people don't take the time to think and, you know, is this really realistic? Does this really mean anything? Yeah, and you're right, though, that that whole work ethic thing, I, I think, I think it did uh, begin in the Industrial yes. Revolution and really has really continued. And, and I don't see, think it's I really see. gone away. I think it's morphed a little bit, but it's it's clearly not gone away because it is the American way. But it's very entertaining to watch. It's like I, I actually I'm not going to lie. When the pandemic hit and everything was locked down, I actually sad as though people were sick and people died. I actually enjoyed just the quiet. Yeah, yeah I did, too. I enjoyed the quiet because I have trails on my property and and never and every at least once a week when shit people would go hiking someone would wander on my property all last year nobody fucking showed up to my property no one was out here ginseng hunting and and i didn't hear all the traffic going down to the lake and to the river and none of that guy in california was so effing clear yes The, the water in Huntington Beach was so effing clear. Well, yeah. like in Italy, the canals. Yes, Did you, you see, see how- the dolphins? There's you dolphins could- off of China. <laughs> you could actually see the artwork that is at the bottom of the canals now. Canal. Yes. You're like, wait, there was artwork down there? Shit, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> Something that I see quite often argued about this too is they're saying, oh, it's not possible to give people this type of maternity leave when they see people that are that are uh, are are fighting to get that passed here. They're yeah. saying, oh, it's not possible to have universal health care. It's not possible to have maternity and family leave. It's not possible to have that much vacation time and be a good place. But it's like, dude, so many other places already do this and have been for a long time ending on an ending note dan brown wrote a book called origins but he also wrote another one was it inferno it might have been inferno and i read that cover to cover like five times i love that book I, i love that book and basically he's talking about the humanist movement and the one guy was saying that there there is only enough room on this planet yes there's only enough room on this planet for that amount of people and we have overgrown that so eventually and then they said well that's when they put the notion out there oh maybe if there was some sort of a virus or something like that that could make we lived a dan brown book basically last year we did but but unfortunately um even though and and don't get me wrong i'm not trying to downplay the number of people that died it's still not enough uh still to to make a huge dent um so you know that you know, because I, I hear some of those conspiracy theories, you know, um, it, it was going to do that. There's enough smart, uh, nasty people out there that they really would have come out with a virus that will knock out a bunch of people. Um, because, like I said, if you for those of you, if you've not ever played that that game, I can't even remember what it's called now, Pandemic or something like that. Plague? No, Plague? Yes, Plague. Yeah. Plague. Yes. Plague. Yeah. Plague yeah. Yeah. Yep. My children. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. The, the, you know, there's there's still not enough that was killed off, you know, for to make a that kind of an impact. But here, um, but there's other things going on. There's other things going on. Quick question. Who here thinks that there will be an actual uh, secondary civil war in this country? 
in the me I my husband numerous times <laughs> I've talked about it with my husband numerous times I mean and I and I this is gonna sound really weird but I'm gonna just go with it because I feel like this needs to be said if that happens I know me personally I'm gonna need Bella behind me making sure that I'm not doing the most because there's I saw it firsthand with this last election like I got a little we're gonna need the elders to to, to keep us on track like some of us do listen some of us do take heed um there's times where Bella's told me not to do something I did it anyway that's gonna happen but for the most part I suggested I'd never have never told you anything. no you flat out told me not to pop that bump on my eye and I did it anyway and what happened what happened when you did it what happened huh it went the fuck away what do you mean <laughs> it hurt for how many days though after it did hurt really bad but it did finally go away but anyway um but no we're and, and you know pan you're a little more outspoken about politics than bella is for sure so and and, and people who align with that are going to need somebody like that who who is more vocal about it i'm not so much a uh, platform vocal about it i'm vocal about it in my circle i was going to say that i don't i guess i don't mind if there's going to be a civil war um, it would just be nice if uh, people like me can just do it from like behind a, a bulletproof glass so I can just watch. Do whatever the fuck you want. Beat each other up. Kill each other. If I can just watch over here and just don't touch me, I'll watch. I might even root for somebody every once in a while. Go! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Look, you got it in the nose! Yeah, that person oh, said anyway. My, my, my mother always said that my mouth would whip my ass someday, so... Yes! No. <laughs> yep. Okay. I tell my husband all I'm the time, I'm like, I'm like, if I die abruptly, it's gonna be because I said the wrong thing to the wrong person. Yeah, I mean, yeah. honestly... The hardest thing I've ever done in my entire life, believe it or not, is actually keep my mouth shut when my yep. husband's telling me to be quiet mm-hmm. because I'm like, it goes against everything I believe in to be quiet. Nope. Nope. But he's like, I was like, well, that motherfucker needs to have a good talking to. You. He's like, nope, it's not a problem. Mm, no. Yes, you know um, what? Um, don't get me wrong. I am very vocal. I mean, you guys have seen me be very vocal. No. I can be very vocal. I just pick just and in choose the, just in those the realm, moments. And, and in the realm careful. of politics, it's very rare that you say anything. Yeah. Um, that's that's the only reason I'm yes, because because in the quiet way right now. Well, it's just because we're talking about politics. To be honest, no, there's a lot of times. Yeah, where no, 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 no. Yeah. And and actually, when it when it comes to when it comes to speaking up about politics, you're right. I don't say much because my my statement will always be the same, which is you're all fucking wrong. You're all stupid. If politics are like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. It's going down. Politics is innately polarizing. And whenever mm-hmm. you talk about anything that's polarizing, that means that you're missing the big picture and that you're gravitating towards some right things and some wrong things. And so um, I just can't stand that. So for me, everybody is always wrong. And so come talk to me and come tell me your political views when you're ready to actually discuss everything. But I've yet to see anybody willing to do that. So I sit back and I just say in my head, 
you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, shut the fuck up, just let me do my own thing. And just a little tip for other people who are Aquariuses, like me, get you some friends that are absolutely the furthest thing from being an Aquarius. Um, my <laughs> husband is my husband is a Capricorn. In fact, his all his big three, his big three is all Capricorn. Sun, moon, and rising, all Capricorn. He is literally a rock. Yep. <laughs> He is just a rock of a person. He very rarely reacts to things. He just, like, sometimes you'll be talking to him and you damn near don't even know if he heard you because he's just there. He's just there. It's like pulling teeth to get him to talk politics. As an Aquarius, he has, he's really been kind of like that balance. It's like, yo, you're doing too much. You're willing to cut off everybody you love because what but we had a a really in-depth conversation where I asked him I was like as a black man let's say your cousin who is also black voted for Trump how would you feel about it and he was like I wouldn't and I was like how how could you not and I was like how could you not just as somebody who also leans predominantly democrat as a black man in America as somebody who has seen the shit that's happening in the hoods due to this person we lived in the hood at the time uh, it was very much affecting us and happening around us. Um, we didn't have the ability to go home and not see it anymore. It was outside our fucking house. And I asked him, I was like, how he was like, one, I'm not going to talk politics with my family. And then he was like, and two, if he did, depending on why he did, which I wouldn't know anyway, because I'm not going to have this. Con- he hates my hypothetical questions, by the way. But he was like, <laughs> which and he kept reiterating. He's like, which I wouldn't because I wouldn't have this conversation. He was like, if he voted for him because of like some kind of a lot of his uh, family in the South, they own their own businesses. They lean Republican. They yeah. own their own businesses. They don't lean Republican because they're white racist people. They're black people who own businesses. And so sometimes they vote fucking Republican. And he was like, it's not always that cut and dry. And I think that is something that people both in my age group and my Zodiac group, more or less the people who are mm-hmm. both like me, it's really hard yeah. to understand that Your age and comprehend younger that. And younger. Yeah, and yeah. it's hard for us to understand that because we I, feel I so adamantly that it's wrong and we don't understand how you don't get it. So it's really frustrating. We're a really emotional group of people. Um, it doesn't help that I have a cancer moon. So I'm super passionate about it. I will. I I literally have had conversations with people that in the moment, because of who I am, I didn't show that much emotion. It was probably just me yelling. <laughs> um, but then afterwards, I would go in my room and cry about it because I'm like, why are they such a fucked up person? They don't understand what I'm trying to say. But it's not even that. It's And it took people like Bella being like, bitch, <laughs> you know, you're, you're taking it way too extreme. It's not always that simple. Get you some it's friends. It's actually that are, never that simple. Yeah, get some friends that are older than you. Get some people that aren't fucking Aquarians because you know we don't get it. <laughs> we don't get it, and we need somebody to beat it into our heads. My, my, my cousin Jake is that. an Aquarius. Yeah, my cousin Jake is an Aquarius, and Jake is crazy. Are you <laughs> <great> though? <laughs> give him a cause, Jake. Old. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Jake. And that's to be his name is fuckingjake.com. And it's like, freaking give him a cause and he will fly that banner mm-hmm. all to hell gone. And, and I mean, he will fight to the death for what he believes in. He thinks yep. there's a huge homeless problem in this country. So what's he doing? He moved to Arizona to get this, like, bought a truck camper thing and he's moving it to Idaho so he can go to the guy who can fix it and repair it so it can run so he can go across the country and feed homeless people. 
I that's love that. just, I love your cousin. He's just okay. so. I love it. That's yeah. a very Aquarius activity. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he was the one that started the pagan outreach program, or pop we used to call it, pagan outreach program for the gay, lesbian, transgendered. T-I-Q-A, um, out here in Orange County, because I was in a group called Bahook, which was the Bohemians of Orange County, and he was in POP, which was the Pagan Outreach Program, and because there's a lot of pagans in the LGBTIQIA plus community, and nobody was touching it. Nobody. Yeah. And <gasps> Captain Causefighter, Aquarius. <laughs> here there. I come with my cape and all. <laughs> He's like, I'm here, I'm in my heels, I look fabulous. And I'm like, oh, dear God. We need to make him a fabulous cape now. I feel I need to make him a cape. He needs a fabulous cape. And I mean, because, yeah, Sarah, Sarah and I were the ones that helped start Bahook because the, there was a, there in Orange County, we have a pride every June, like the LA pride, but it was more like a fair and we didn't have a parade. So we created a parade. We didn't know that it was, oh, they don't want us to have a parade. And we just said, oh, well, here's some banners. Here's some signs. Let's make a parade during this event. And one thing led to another. And now they have a parade. An actual real parade. And that's what started it. Yes, I protest. Yes, I do the things. I'm a Libra. I'm a Libra with a lot of crazy air. I, I have three houses in Scorpio, as well. Some of you know. <laughs> Apparently, according to Hestia, I'm very Libra. So, again, I, I, non-astrologer, I have no fucking clue what that means. But It means you want to take naps and eat snack food. <laughs> I'm so good with that. <laughs> I'm so good with that. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's shit going on. Do I still have snacks? Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, yep. I'm just gonna just sit here with my snacks and my tea and just watch you all go <laughs> stupid. It's like I'm more on the Scorpio side of the Libra, like, oh well, let's all just chill and be peaceful and calm. Oh, he said what? Hold my margarita. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, um, I got to get going soon because our text um, argument about food is at the point where it's going to become <laughs> a phone argument about food. Pizza. Go with pizza. <laughs> do, do we have any final thoughts that we want to share with anybody? Which have had, which has been in politics for a long time. It's not new. It's not going away. Uh, if you vote, you vote. If you don't, you don't. Um, stop fighting with everybody. And just don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. yeah don't be a dick. That pretty much sums it up, actually. Stop polarizing. Rise above. Be yeah, above exactly. that shit. Yeah. There's no mm-hmm. such thing as black and white. Everything is gray. Everything is gray. Just not shades of gray. Not shades of gray because that was a lousy book. Anyway. <laughs> Ask Kenny Dom. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard. So oh thank God. you guys for letting me come over and banter for a few hours. It was great. Okay. Of course. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe, share, share a like, and oh, yeah, buy our book. Yeah, yeah our, book. our book. So thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>
If you haven't yet, head to Amazon so you can get our latest book series. It's four books on 101 ideas for the practicing witch, 101 oil blends for spells and rituals, 101 herbs for your magic practice, We have a book for 101 different types of divination and 101 tips for the new witch. These books are beginner friendly, but hopefully you will find some new and unique ideas and things in there that you wouldn't see in a typical beginner's book. Oh.